Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 324 for the week of October 25th, 2014. Extra Life! It's Extra Life 2014! Yay! Yay! I'm here with my wife, Anna Marie Privetier. Good morning. I'm Chris Privetier. And on the Skype call, I have Emmanuel Marino. Hi, everybody. I'm in California. (laughs) And Sarah McGarr. Dude, Hostess has apple pies back! Ooh. So excited. Do you like the hostess pies? The apple pie, hostess apple pies are the best things ever in the world. So we are streaming 24 hours right now for Extra Life. We're playing games and we're streaming live at rpgamer.com slash live or twitch.tv slash rpgamer. If you are um, helping us, thank you. I'm sorry, I'm typing in. I want to, if you are um, listening to this you need, and you didn't donate to us, A, feel ashamed. B, don't feel ashamed. And then C, donate. Because there's still plenty of time, even if you're hearing this after the fact. Um, donations run for like a month after the event. So please, 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 please consider helping us reach our goal of $5,000 for Team RP Gamer. Um, I'm looking for a grand. Anna's looking for a grand. Anna's getting close. She's only a couple hundred or less than two hundred dollars away from her goal. Yeah, like um, hundred and fifty-three bucks or something like that. Where am I at? Let's see. I am at uh, yeah. I'm three hundred dollars or no two hundred thirteen dollars away from my goal. Um, and uh, we'd be thrilled if you'd consider donating to us. Uh, you can uh, you can donate at extra-life.org/team/rpgamer or extra-life.org/participant/chris. Or uh, whatever Anna set up, which may have been nothing. Nothing. Right, so <laughs> find her on the Team RP Gamer page. And uh, then donate to me anyway, because I'm awesome. And uh, are you playing too, Sarah? You got a, What's your donation link? Um, It's slash participant slash noodle. Noodle. All right. Noodle. Uh, we're, I'm also we- on the RP Gamer page, so you can find me there under Sarah Magar. Speaking of the RP Gamer page, let's see how the team's doing this year. Your team fundraising. Click, 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 click. Looks like, uh, ooh, Team RP Gamer is at 1929 out of 5,000. Oh, that's pretty good. Yay! We have fewer people on the team this year than last year, and uh, I didn't adjust the goal. <laughs> so um, I, I say we're good luck to well. us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just, you know, we gotta get uh, we got to get going. So please, uh, if you're listening in the chat room right now, Please donate. That's what we're doing. This is what we're doing for the kids. We're streaming all day. Um, if you've got Skype and want to join on the call with us after the show, um, just say so in one of the chat rooms, and uh, we'll get you on here. Um, and if not, that's fine. Just relax, kick back at home, and uh, enjoy the day watching us or other people stream. I know PS Nation's got their stream going. Um, Giant Bomb has been doing, what, they've, they've already done 72 hours of streaming? Yeah, they started <laughs> on Thursday. Thursday? <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, they have three different offices now. So Chicago was on Thursday, and then half of San Francisco was yesterday, and the other half is today. And then I think there's one more person tomorrow as well. Yeah, it's uh, kind of crazy. Wow. <laughs> They're That's doing a lot of streaming. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, we should start talking about what we've been playing. Sarah, you've been, it's been the longest since you've been on the show. So what have you been playing? I've yeah, go over the last like five years of you not being on the show. Five yep. years. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna work I on my jousting game here on my phone. I've been really busy with cons, so I haven't been playing a lot of games. 
but I have been playing Final Fantasy XIV. I logged into eleven for the first time in like a year, and Why? I was quickly overwhelmed with Why all the new that? things. Why would you do that? Because I missed it. I played it for like seven years straight, and then I took a break. No, you didn't like miss a year. It. Somebody, somebody forced you. Somebody like kidnapped your daughter and said you will. If I had one, <laughs> they had you have a daughter and then kidnapped it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you have you a daughter, so we can kidnap eleven her. again. It's the only way we're going to get her back in that game, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. <laughs> For nothing but fourteen and eleven in the past like year. Yeah, pretty much. That's really sad. Why don't you game? Because I was really busy with cons. You have an iPad. Now Do something with the iPad. Oh, yeah. I've been playing, I've been playing Castle in. Age. You... Castle Age on the iPad. No, that doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> That's all she Age. can play on her iPad. Oh, and my singing monsters. <laughs> play that wow. We finally know someone that's playing that. My singing monsters. How does that game work? It seems like a fascinating concept, but I didn't want to try it. It's kind of like Dragon Veil, but with uh, monsters that sing pretty much if you play Dragon Veil. So it's just noisier. Um, So you just, you have your little island and you can raise your monsters, but they all make different singing noises. And when you join them together, they make music. And you can change the music by adding or getting rid of the monsters or changing their volume or muting them or whatever. And you can have multiple islands, which all have their own set of monsters. So, yeah. When you say cons, what cons have you been checking out? Gaming related? Um, I went to Solid Comic Con, Fantasy Con, and Anime Bonsai was last weekend. So that's where your money's going. Mignon. Yes! He's amazing! I would have his babies. Who is he? (laughs) He does... He's a voice actor. He does the voice of Edward Elric in Full Metal Alchemist. He doesn't have to do uh, um, the, the voice of your dude from Bleach. He, no, Johnny Young Bosch does Ichigo, which I met at Comic-Con, and he screamed bastard at my face, and it was amazing. Because you were dressed as um, Yorichi, right? Yeah, I dressed up as Yorichi plug, unplug. for Anime Bonsai. Robo Noodle! Oh, Hi! Hi. 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 And I dressed up as Yorichi for Anime Bonsai. Who? Yurichi uh, from Bleach. Yeah. Cool. Yes. But your guy from Bleach isn't Ichigo. My guy is Renji. Yeah. And I haven't met his voice actor. Well, what are you waiting has... for? All these conventions. He doesn't come to, like, cons. No, you didn't do the most important thing you can do at conventions, which is find your, Ichi- or your Renji guy. I did find my Renji at Solid Comic Con. I have a picture of them. There wasn't a Renji at you found my a Renji. Yeah. Not I didn't the find Renji. I didn't find my Renji though. My Renji, sad. my Renji, my Renji, my Renji. <laughs> Whenever you bankai, I ba- wait. No. <laughs> no, Chris. No. No, Chris. No. Don't do that. 
So what have you been playing, Chris? Um, what have I been playing the past week, Anna? You're playing this dumb joust. I've been playing the oh. jousting game still, but we talked about that last time. And you played um some sort of racing game? Yeah, Motorsports Manager. It's really fun. It's Motorsports like a, uh, Manager. Think of, uh, you know, it's a little simulation game on your iPhone, iPad that's... Uh, got kind of addictive sim elements like a Kairosoft game, but it's about uh, managing a racing team. There so is a Kairosoft game about racing. Hmm. I know, there's an actual Kairosoft game about racing, but this is different. Yes, <laughs> it looks very different. It looks like it's more focused on like the team. The yeah, Kairosoft game is very focused on and it's got that And it's got that um, car showroom look and design to it rather than a uh, Kairosoft Anime? Anim- animated or comic design to it. Um, let's see. That's what I've been playing on my iPhone. What have I been playing on? Uh, I've been playing some Borderlands, the pre-sequel. And who do you play as? I play as Claptrap. <laughs> and uh, that's fun, actually. I really like playing as Claptrap in that game. The game makes you confirm three times that you actually want to play as Claptrap before to let you play as Claptrap, which I think is genius. Um Spoilers. <laughs> yes, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> um, and your abilities are just insane. He has an entire tree that's just like completely random, which I don't even know what's going to happen. You with can one. make him poop rainbows. That's right. Because <laughs> all good characters should. Um, let's see. Uh, I was playing something else. I have this feeling that I did. So I finished Shadowrun Dragonfall. I don't know if I talked about it last week. No. I well, finished- I haven't heard it. Oh, okay. I finished it up. It's fantastic. I recommend it highly. Um, so, is that your first time through Dragonfall? Yes. Yeah, okay, my first so time was with the director's the old. cut. Yeah. Well, you and I talked about some of the differences, right? So, so did you do those character-specific missions? Yes. And how do they hold up? Oh, they're holding up fine. Yeah, they feel best ones in the game. Hmm. Some of actually, yeah. Yeah, because I know they they wrote them after the fact, so they probably learned their lessons. Yeah, those are better missions. You're right, and they're the and they're unique. What's different about them? It's just you and that character on those missions, so they feel different. So they stand out because of that. Um, let's see. And then I was gonna play. Oh, right. Yeah, you know, it's just been a busy week setting up for Extra Life, so I didn't get as much gaming in. Our Elgato died on Thursday night. So sad. Your cat died? No, the uh, Elgato Gaming our HD. Streaming. I, was, I was thinking, like, why is he saying that in Spanish? That no, your cat it's, died? Our, it's our streaming solution. So we're stuck doing only PC and PS4 games today. And if I cut over to PS4 games, we're going to have a dramatic loss of mic quality and camera. So <laughs> it's like, yay. <laughs> no. So I went through last night, and I've been downloading all the interesting-looking cooperative couch co-op games I own on Steam and, and Humble Bundle. Um, and, yeah. So, that's been my gaming week. Kind of kind of lame, really. I'm sorry. Uh, so lame. Uh, you're skipping something huge. I am? We are. You just got a brand new gaming machine. Um, yes. I did receive... IPad. I got an iPad Air 2. I just haven't done anything gaming related on it. All right, so when did you when did it arrive? It arrived on Thursday. And he has gold. It's so wait, just yesterday? Yes. 2 days ago. Um what what uh what size? It is a 64 gig gold iPad Air gold 2. Gold iPad Air 2. 
And then you got Fancy. this because Come as, steal it from my house in Madison, Wisconsin. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. So you got this one because it is a uh, you wanted the two gigs of RAM, the, the faster multi core, the better GPU. No, I wanted the fingerprint sensor. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm that tired of trying so to log cool. into. I keep trying to log into my iPad by just putting my thumb on the button and nothing happens. And yeah. it's like this needs to end. And I'm willing to pay any cost. No, I want all that fancy stuff too for games. And um, the problem is that <laughs> are there any games out that make use of it right now? Oh uh, yeah, all the new metal stuff that's about to come up, to drop. There's new metal stuff or the iPhone six metal stuff. Metal is metal, man. The more power oh. you have, the better. No, I don't think it scales like that. Sure, it does. I think they it have runs to patch smoother. it to use more features. No, are we confused about what the metal is? Yeah, metal is a graphics HP API like um, you know, DirectX, but that just because you have a. Uh, you put it on better hardware doesn't mean it just auto scales to higher texture resolutions. And no stuff. one said anything about auto scaling to higher texture resolutions. No, but okay, so maybe the frame rate will be higher. No, just run smoother and just run better. Yeah, well, I mean that's okay, but I'm looking for like actual new features, like we, we okay, that's these different. That's what I'm, pixel that's what I'm like confusion. I think you and I were talking about two very different. things. I mean, I mean, doing things that you can only do with the higher hardware. Oh, that's never going to happen. <laughs> then why buy the higher hardware? No, no, I mean, if just only, like, a thing that only the latest one they can, because they... So, so it actually, gonna... that usually happens every generation. You'll have a game like Infinity Blade or something come out that's like, if you have this, we've added these additional features or post-processing effects. And oh, yeah, If you that's don't have sure. it, you can turn off in the options or it detects it and doesn't do them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are that's, that's all I'm looking for. And they, oh, I, yeah, yeah. Republic, for example. Takes that, advantage that, that of the Air Two, or is it just the the? Uh, this is how you know. Yes, there are things out there that take advantage if you're an iPad six or iPhone six or later. But I'm wondering, is anything like they bumped it up again just for iPad Air Two? Oh no, no. That's what I'm looking for. Something to tech demo and say this piece of hardware can only do this, and that's kind of the problem with these right now. It's like, well, um, about that. <laughs> So I have this really nice piece of hardware, and I don't know what I can do with it that needs all the hardware. So I'm really happy about the fingerprint sensor, is the moral of that story. I think just a 2 gigs of RAM is nice so that everything doesn't reload every five minutes. <laughs> Good point. Where, where do you, how does that show itself on the iPad? What, the 2 gigs of RAM? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Do you, like, like where the, you the, the menu, part where things see? reload that you're talking about. Oh, Safari, especially when you have multiple tabs open. Oh, okay. Or when you're switching, fast switching between multiple apps. Like if you maybe switch between five different apps, the 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 third and the I mean the fourth and the fifth will will have to restart. You know what I mean? Usually. Ooh, okay. I I'll check that out. And see how that goes. Um, yeah. So Manny, um, they 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 unveiled that iPad two before last week's show, but we didn't really talk about it. Oh, um, my! The worst Apple event of the year. <laughs> You didn't like it. It was no. I totally loved. I totally love watching like thirty minutes of jokes, and then twenty minutes of rehashes of things we've seen three or four times before. <laughs> mm. But look at look at in the mail. You can easily put a screenshot in your email. No. Yeah, and I was impressed the first time I saw it, <laughs> and was amused the second time, and I was bored the third. Yep. Alright, so maybe we No, I'm just talk. saying, if you actually think about what they added to show that was new, it was it was less than thirty minutes. Hmm. 
it was, hey, we got a new iPad. Cool. Hey, we have a new Mac Mini. Cool. Hey, we have, look at this retina screen. Is that cool? Yeah, that is pretty cool. All right. See you, folks. Yeah, that was like the only interesting thing I thought. No, that that was the only thing, quite literally. I think maybe it's new to you because you you didn't watch like the last keynote, did you? I did not watch the iPhone 6 keynote. Did you watch the WWDC one? What was that about? Okay, so for you, this was new. No, but those were literally the only three things that actually was anything at that show. Everything else we've seen two or three times. I probably saw the WWDC one. Anyway, it was not very good. It was clear they had nothing to do. They They were filling time. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and some of the hardware they showed was actually kind of worse. <laughs> it was like it wasn't even good. What? what do like, you mean? hey, developers, support this four-year-old chipset for like another four years, please. Which one? The A5 on the Apple Mini on the iPad Mini. What? The iPad Mini. They're still selling the iPad Mini for two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, okay. With non-retina display, and if it's funny, if you if you look at that chart, the graph that said like our our latest CPU and GPUs are 180 times faster. The second dot on that chart, they're still selling. Yep. So that's great for game. So if you so Chris, you said you wanted games that are going to support your latest hardware. No. <laughs> well, I mean that's a matter of you know they released the mini with that hardware spec, and as soon as they did that, Manny, we were doomed to this. Doomed. Yep. Doomed. 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 Everyone. Let's go. It's doomed. Oh, sorry. Because they, because they just don't. Well, they generally don't drop support for a product that quickly. Sometimes they do. But whatever. This is boring. Um. So then, Manny, what have you been playing? No, I'm cool. You're cool. I don't want to go right now. I want to get a snack. Okay. Go get a snack. <laughs> And um, Anna, you tell us what you've been playing. Um, he always does this to me. Manny always does this. <laughs> why? Why do you have to do? Why have to be that way, Manny? It, uh, first of all, I need wait, to warm up wait. A why aren't you getting your snack right now? I'm literally getting up and taking the blanket off of me. I'm putting the stuff away. Okay. All right. You know, I do this like from chilling on the couch, right? Yeah. Chilling on the couch. Chilling on the couch. Yeah, I don't Not know anything about that. that. Chilling on the couch. Chilling on the couch. Okay, I'm gone. Um, in the mic, Anna. Um, it's hard to both play this game and talk. So just talk. Um, but oh, I nice. will say I can barely hear Anna. <sighs> heard that. Mm-hmm. Speak up. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes. Am I too loud now? No. I really don't want to spend the entire show shouting. Problem is, is I'm using your microphone. Will you just tell people what you're playing? Um, I've been playing Persona 3 Portable, so that's part of my... Why on earth am I playing these things that I don't need to actually be playing? And I'm playing them anyways. So I'm now in the middle of September... And I have kind of really super overleveled myself um, because I like going and exploring Tartarus. And um, I have people whose personas haven't um, 
evolved yet, and so they've run out of things to do. They've run out of things to learn. And, um, yeah. What else have I been playing? I've been playing Terra Battle on the iPad, and I got really excited because... Anna is a Terra Battle fiend. Yeah, you need to fix it so that you're... What am I turning? Okay. What's Chris, happening? Chris is talking into my microphone, but my microphone, we switched microphones to do this podcast. Uh, um, the problem is, is he is loud and I am not. And so, you seem kind of me. Um, this is weird. What? Because it wasn't this loud earlier when I talked. Yeah. And now it's really loud. I only turned you up. Oh. <laughs> All right, don't worry about the sound. I'll take care of that. You talk. You tell people at Terra Battle. Um, so there's a three-day Bah special event where you can take on Bahamut, and I got him to drop on the first try through the Bahamut dungeon, which made me really happy, and made some people on Twitter very, very jealous. So I'm <laughs> sorry, Ken. Don't be mad at me, please. And um, beyond that. I've kind of just been playing the same regular stuff. I still play Spellfall, and I still play High School Story, and I still play... How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, you just sat on the cat! Aww, Sorry. kitty! Sorry, Simon. <laughs> Jeez, Chris, watch where you're sitting. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it. He's still whining about it. Um, you notice he's not it. moving out from behind me. <laughs> Come on, Simon. Because he's like, dude, this is my chair, bitch. Um, no, we, I just gave him an entire seat on the sofa now. And now he's going <laughs> himself. So, oh, what else have I been playing? Um, what have I been playing? Nothing on 3DS? Mm, no, actually. I should play more Trap Team. No Omega Ruby demos or anything for you? No. You've been playing the... No, I just downloaded it. And oh, I haven't okay. played it. I need to download the Pokemon TCG. Is that out now? Is that out now? I think so. What are you waiting for? Mm. Um, What else have I been playing? I don't really know. Skylanders? Do, 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 do. No, I haven't been playing Skylanders. I'm currently playing King's Bounty Dark... Legend? Dark Side. Dark... Yeah, King's Bounty Dark Side, where you get to play as the bad guys instead of the good guys. So you play as an orc or a succubus or a vampire. And it's a King's Bounty game, and there's really not much more to say about that right now. They've adjusted some of the creatures so that they have nifty things. And, um... Yeah. Uh, oh, we played Jacob Jones... And the Bigfoot mystery episode. Oh, we did. We played Jacob Jones, and it was fun. Yeah, so we'll probably play the second episode at some point. Maybe this week. I would love to stream it, but our old Cotto is dead. <coughs> so that's all that I've been playing. Is Manny back with his snack? Manny! Apparently not. Should we just wait here in awkward silence till he arrives? No? Okay. Oh, I've been talking. Jeez, I was muted. I said, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> and the reason why I needed a snack was because uh, I've been gone for like a week and a half. 
Or like I don't know. I've been it's been like two weeks since I've been on the show. And you haven't and eaten I, since then? No, I mean I've been doing eaten lots since of Monday. stuff, and yeah, it's great. And uh, <laughs> I have a lot to talk about and a lot to say. Okay. Okay, so um, I have some game stuff to talk about and some fun side stuff you guys might be interested in. I'm okay. interested. Me okay, too. so okay, so let's start with some fun side stuff. Ah, oh, geez, I had a. Okay, so uh, you guys know are familiar with Northrop Grumman, right? They're a government contractor. Yeah, the aerospace people. Yeah. Recently took a tour of their Los Angeles facility. Got to see where they make the aft section of the FA-18 Super Hornet. You know that carrier? Mm-hmm. The carrier fighter. So that was interesting. Actually, it was kind of incredibly boring, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> um, I saw uh, where they're making that new uh, the replacement to the Space Hubble te- Telescope, the, the Webb Telescope Array. Got to see them up close and personal where they're making oh, that. Oh, this is because it got damaged in that movie with uh, Sandra Bullock? Um, no, because it has not been oh. made yet. Okay. <laughs> so I just got to tour this facility, got to see lots of uh, airplane stuff. Um, it was pretty boring. Uh, <laughs> let me see what else did we do. Uh, I do. I'm. Okay, so I played through all of Far Cry 3, which our big gamer does cover, and rightfully so. I mean,. It's an art. If we cover Borderlands, we should definitely cover Far Cry Three. And uh, are you familiar with Far Cry Three? Any of you played it? Anything like that? I don't want to monologue nope. for like an hour. No, you should monologue. Nope. No, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to back and forth. I can't monologue. <laughs> All right. Have you pl- so tell me about Far Cry Three? Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> Those are monologue questions. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we I played some Far Cry Three, and my my initial impressions is um, I genuinely didn't like it. Really? Um, I genuinely didn't it? like it. What? Where did you play it? On three hundred and sixty. No, I mean where? It's not out yet, right? No, Far Cry Three. That's Far Cry oh, Four. Right. Sorry. What's this the is the one, one with Voss. What's the new one called? Uh, Far Cry Four. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, you played it on 360, and you didn't like it much. Does that mean you didn't get to the mission with the marijuana? Yeah, that was. It was not even. There was nothing even special or remarkable about it. Ouch. I think the one of the biggest faults, probably one of the reasons why this stands out as even being worse than it probably actually is, is because I played Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon first. Ah. So you've Which, already done all the fun stuff. Well, not even did I do all the fun stuff, but that game, like, okay, let me put, okay, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon and Far Cry 3 have both fundamentally the same gameplay mechanics. They both have a stupid story and they both have have the same kind of side quest. The difference is Far Cry, Blood Dragon knows it's stupid and has fun being stupid. Uh, By the time I got sick of doing all the side quests and liberating outposts, the game was over. And the collectibles were far fewer and a lot more interesting, entertaining, and fun. Far Cry 3 is like a 15 to 20 hour game with weight, with garbage, worthless side missions. The only interesting thing was liberating those outposts. But like, but after you liberate the 20th one, do I really need to go liberate 15 more? The hunting was... I think there's recently been a discussion about like bad side quests in games or what constitutes a good side quest and stuff. And this game is like the definition of bad side quests where, you know, 
the reason why you would want to engage with a side quest is because you're enjoying the game, enjoying the content. You like it so much that you want more of it. Or you just want, you just want to engage with that world more and dig deeper. Here, it always felt like a necessity. Like, I'm hunting, not because I really enjoy hunting or I want to hunt, but because I want to carry more than one grenade or carry more than one gun at a time. So I'm going to go hunt dogs. <laughs> is that and and like this Voss character, as great as everyone said Voss is, like yeah, hey, he had a fun little intro when he's talking to you in a cage, but after that, that character just pretty much drops off the face of the earth. He just when he does come back, he, he tries to kill you like six times in a row, and he fails every single time. It's like, like, hey, great man, you can tell me all about the definition of insanity, but you're still a shitty character. <laughs> and then by the time like halfway through, then half. Voss really is gone, and then I have to deal with this other guy who's a complete tool. And I have to—it's just the story's garbage. Gameplay mechanics wear themselves thin, well, way before the game is even over. Like all of the fun that to be had in that game is all the stuff like in between the story and the side quests. So you don't like the hunting at all? It was fine, and no, it. it it was fine to a point, like if you're going around doing it, but when it got to the point where, okay, I need to hunt three more, I need to hunt four more sharks so I can carry one more grenade, kind of where it, it wore itself then. How do sharks help you carry grenades? How does any of it help you carry anything? Are they shark, sharknados? Sharknades? Sharknades? I just... Sharkhooteries? Like I said, the fun is like in the middle. Like it, it's it was jumping on uh where, where I did have fun with the animals was when they was sort of the let me give you an example. I came upon an outpost and I noticed that there was a, a leopard sleeping on a hill. Ooh. So I started throwing rocks at the leopard. Wait, and it got wait, wait, agitated. Wait. Why would you throw Well of course Why it got agitated. Baby birds, I'm gonna feed you, don't worry. I hear you pew pewing. I'm going to feed you. So I started throwing some rocks at the leopard. So the leopard got up and he got agitated. So then I threw another rock into the camp and the leopard thought, oh, that's where that douchebag who's throwing rocks at me is. So he went into the camp and then the pirates started freaking out and they started like going after the leopard. But of course, the leopard was so much faster that he killed every single person in the outpost. And I got a, I got a completed outpost cleared undetected. <laughs> Or there was a time when I was using a – when I was – I ran into a bear who was trying to kill me and I threw a, a Molotov cocktail at it by accident. But then it set the entire area around them on fire. So then all of the pirates ran out to go see what was on fire and then they saw the bear and then they got into a fight with the bear. And then I went up and I uh, stealth killed the sniper on the roof and then I got in undetected and I – like it's those fun moments or the times that I jumped on a hang glider – a sword over another outpost dropped in and like like a ninja killed a bunch of people with my knife. It's like all of the fun in that game really is the outposts, which is a shame that they stretch it on for so long. <laughs> like like it was fun, but I don't know if it's like I need to do 35 of these outposts and climb like 30 different towers just to open up the map. And like that's the thing. All of this is fun, but in moderation, in smaller doses, and in a more cohesive whole, which is why Blood Dragon is so good is that it gives you all of that. It gives you the hunting. It gives you the. It gives you the outposts. It gives you the fun mechanic and the weapons. But it's like it was like five hours in. I'm done. I wash my hands. Like man, that was a great experience. And I walk away. Oh, and Blood Dragon has so much better soundtrack. Like remarkably better. Oh, and finally the main character Jason Brody, 
Ugh. Adrian Brody? Jason Brody. Oh, that's too bad. I wish it was Adrian Brody. I'd like it a lot more. Brody Quest, <laughs> the game. Oh, and finally, um, it's interesting. I read an interview after the story, and uh, the, the main, the lead art, the, re- the lead writer or the creative lead of this said like how um, he's disappointed that gamers didn't get it, that they didn't dig deep enough, that he left clues to the riddle, and if you only look at the surface, it seems like he made a game with ideals that he doesn't even support himself. But he's he's disappointed that gamers didn't try to. And I'm reading, I'm listening to this. I'm thinking, like, dude, do not blame the audience for not understanding your point or what you were trying to come across. Maybe you failed at getting that message across because you know what? You can try and claim that this is commentary on the action video game genre or um, mindless power fantasies about killing people and becoming like this leader of this tribe and you know becoming the white savior you can, you can make all the commentary you want but when i just spend like 20 hours shooting brown people and tigers in the face your your point is completely missed so f off it, this was my this was mindless and nothing it was let me say that to like movie directors too who have really hard to understand points no who who failed who failed completely but are trying to say that the audience is too stupid to get what they were trying to do well i mean it depends who in the audience you're talking about right this guy made transformers and he's trying to claim he made uh <laughs> trying to and he's trying to pretend he made apocalypse now michael like, bay no transformers video game oh no, Not the, the movie. One. No, I'm with Anna. Michael Bay. This guy made a michael bay transformers movie and he's pretending he made apocalypse now Perfect. So, yeah, I was. Oh, really I see what you're saying. I see. He made okay. The mo- all right. The game equivalent of trans, except it's like way longer. Um, all right. Because <laughs> no, that, like he's trying to pretend like he's making all this amazing commentary yeah. about the, about the military and about violence. Like he's making yeah. Apocalypse Now or something. And like, no, man, this is like this is the remake. This, oh, this is the AT movie. Is what you made. And you're trying to claim, like, please, you made GI Joe Retaliation. You didn't make Apocalypse Now. You didn't make Full Metal Jacket. I don't even like Apocalypse Now. What? I've, I don't like Apocalypse Now. I get it's excited to say I've heard of Full Metal Jacket. Say what, <laughs> man, Anna? I'm excited. I've heard of Full Metal Jacket. You just like that you've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Apocalypse Now and Full Metal Jacket are two of my favorite movies of all time. And they are very much like... They are very much died-in-the-world military movies, but they're but the tone and the message they're conveying are completely different than, say, something like uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, which is like, oorah, let's shoot some guys in the face. Or like the hey, now. Hey, now. After the first f- 15 minutes is over, that movie gets okay. Of uh, G.I. Joe? Yeah, you got to get past the intro. Yeah. I th- No, I, th- I thought it was... A decent popcorn movie, but it was but and it was better than the first one. But by no means is it anything deep. Or most movies deep. would be better than the first. One. That most that first that, one was bad. It was really bad when they got like the crackdown suit. We had or fun watching it, and it was awful. <laughs> and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt shows up, but then it turns out he's not in the uh, the second movie because you know you know that's the thing though. It's like I don't mind a stupid story like Far Cry Three Blood Dragon is the dumbest story but it revels in its stupidity and it's just like you get i mean for goodness sake they got michael bean in there to play like a a cyborg human terminator (laughs) oh oh now you've now you've made me mad about the second movie manny because it had the second gi joe movie had that dumb um african-american um kung fu master guy 
which isn't dumb because of the race or anything. It's dumb because it's like some guy who was looked like he was cosplaying. Oh, actually, you 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 that one flew right over your head in that one. It did. That's that guy. That, that's like that's the RZA from the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. So he has no business being in that part. Uh flew over your okay okay that flew over your head on that one i think a lot of people would disagree a lot of people were happy to see someone from the wu-tang clan playing the chinese man those dudes are really into kung fu and uh, they're really into like martial arts in general they're so really i have into- to be a wu-tang fan clan, no, wu-tang no, no, clan no, dude, like, fan even, to understand the, or appreciate the casting decision i thought it was like put the director way, the putting audience, in the, movie the audience that was watching that movie were like yeah. oh okay cool right on oh okay i, I it didn't make any it was weird. no. It's not even the first time they've done something like that. They actually got like a bunch of. There's like an entire like a uh, rap community who are really into uh, uh, East Asian martial arts in particular. And they, they, there's even like a Kung Fu High movie or something. There was some. There was like a Korean movie that took place like in. Uh, that was like this martial arts like epic, and they got a lot of these um a lot of these hip hop rap stars to actually do all of the voice acting and the voiceovers for the the American localization. Uh-huh. So it's not unprecedented. I mean, it's it's very like all uh, it, it's it, it. I'll be honest with you. Were, you. were you were confused? I thought it was obvious. Okay. And I was like, oh come on, really? That's a little bit on the nose, don't you think? <laughs> but no, you didn't think it was good either, then. No, I thought it was bad for different reasons. Okay. You thought it was bad. For, we both thought it was bad, but we thought it was bad for completely like polar opposite reasons. Okay. Which is weird. I, I, guess I didn't end, think he was both, a good actor either. No, no, no. But he wasn't hired because he's a good actor. Right. Okay. He was hired because he was a rapper? Yeah. Who, who, who is synonymous with the, Didn't you forget they made a Wu-Tang fighting game? No. What? Sorry. Jeff, I didn't look, even uh, know Jeff, that. Jeff Gertzman from Giant Bomb talks about it all the time. <laughs> that does not surprise me somehow. But he he would he would know the Wu Tang Clan and he knows fighting games, so that does make sense. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I mean, like when I think about the audience who would watch that, I think of like a Jeff Gertzman who who also liked uh, uh, Fast and the Furious. It's completely stunt casting like in that same way. Fast and the Furious. It's just a mindless dork movie. I uh, all I'm yeah. That's a good point, but I think I like Fast and the Furious for different reasons, and I should like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> hey, but it's like, that's yay, the thing, drive, vroom, vroom, go, yay! There, there are people who like Fast and the Furious sincerely because they think it's a good movie, and no, there are people I don't like think the Fast and the Furious because they because they enjoy how ridiculous and how over the top it is. Yeah, but they're both enjoying it. Enjoy so it. who's to say one is wrong and you know you're both liking it? All okay, right, enough, so, um, enough about Storm Shadow. What, what what else what else we got going on? Um, oh um oh so if anyone's worrying what I'm eating, I'm eating some matcha pocky with my with that? a bowl of matcha. Pocky don't, don't know what pocky is. is. You no. know Noodle, you don't know what pocky is? What's no, pocky? He's he's eating green tea pocky. Nah, matcha green. and green tea are not necessarily the same thing. Excuse me. Ew Gross. Hannah. <laughs> That was actually Anna. That's inappropriate, dear. I like that. Did you you marry Anna just so you could blame your burps on her? Anna, did you burp? No. See? I knew it. Chris, don't be a (laughs) bitch. Anna, did you burp? Leave your lovely wife alone. Anna? (laughs) It was totally me. (laughs) (laughs) She's a liar. (sighs) 
Manny, you played more than the, just that, right? Oh yeah, I've been playing actually. A, oh, by the way, Blood Dragon still is an RP, still has the RPG leveling system. I just want to say Far Cry Three's leveling system. About Peter's out halfway through. So what I'm getting st- from your entire segment is we should all play Blood Dragon. I agree with that. Okay, okay so I've also been playing um, another RPG. That's more RPG. I'm yeah. playing South Park: The Stick of Truth. Oh, finally, somebody's getting around to playing. Playing that. the Stick of Truth. Hmm. What did you ask, huh? Sarah? Oh, I just said finally someone's playing the Stick of Truth. It's a good game. It is. A, uh, let me put it this way: this one, just um, it's it's just like Knights of the Old Republic or Shadow of Mordor. Or um, any of those games, or, or Batman Arkham Asylum, where even if you're not a fan of the source material, what's underneath is such a is such a well crafted and skilled and like, like skillfully executed video game. That it doesn't matter if you even like Batman or Star Wars or uh, Lord of the Rings. They're still good games in their own right and completely worth playing if you like you know uh, action adventure game or if you like RPGs or in this case if you like other RPGs. So. It's I, I. It was interesting to hear like a RP gamer editor in chief uh, Michael Cunningham. I like to point out since not everyone knows our names. Um, he's saying, you know, I don't even like the show. I thought it was a great RPG, and I can see where he's getting at. There's a lot. It's actually a lot deeper mechanics in that game than I thought initially. So you have like a Paper Mario, like a pa- Paper Mario style active battling system where you need to hit like buttons at the right time to maximize your perfect attacks or to block and deflect attacks. Uh, there's an entire modification system for all your different pieces of armor and weapons. You you can dye your clothes and make them look exactly how you want to look. There's this whole like Facebook mechanic where the more people you friend in town, the more perks you unlock. There's like four different classes, like the fighter, uh, a mage, a thief, and the Jew. Uh, yes, the Jew. And there's also um, isn't that a class? That is a class. A Jew? That's a class. The Jew class? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And it's like, it's surprisingly smart. It's, I find it interesting though that, I guess this is is always the case with these kind of games, right? Where if you're not a fan of it, you're not getting everything the game has to offer, but you're still getting a pretty fun RPG with like a, a fair bit of humor and some fun mechanics and a fun battling system. And it seems pretty, and it's fairly interactive, sort of like a, like maybe I would describe it to some people like maybe like Costume Quest or Penny Arcade Adventures where it feels like a bit of an adventure game where you're, you're on you're, oh, you're going through and exploring like and talking to neighbors and all that stuff. Yeah, and you're you know you're doing lots of stuff like maybe teleporting over here or using your fire ability, your your dragon breath, which is just you farting to unlock new places <laughs> and your ability. It, it's 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 really smart. You can tell this was made by both like hands-on by both Obsidian, who knows RPGs, and by the South Park guys, who knows their world. At times, it feels like a museum. Like you maybe you go into one of the, the one of the the four boys' rooms and you look in their closet and you'll see like a greatest hits of all of like their memorabilia and trophies they've done. You'll go to the school and you go to the trophy case and you'll see like, oh, I remember that episode. I remember that episode. I remember that episode. So it's like half game, half like a carnival funhouse museum for fanboys. Um, isn't there like a lot of repetition of content in there though? Not that I've seen so far. Okay, I was told like 
all the the stuff in the houses and stuff repeats like after a few houses and stuff like that. Oh, but that's just junk loot, so you can get okay. more money to buy new stuff. Okay. It doesn't even matter. I mean, I only ever really read it when I'm selling the stuff away. All right. But some of them are like one – I like that they made the effort to make some one-off joke items, but it really is just vendor loot. I mean vendor trash. Like a, I thought like, like you walk in and slow. you have like the same little cutscene in different um, neighbor houses when you're opening the doors and stuff like that. No, I haven't seen okay. anything like that. Okay, okay. I've been pretty thorough. All right. Um, and even if that does happen, like maybe are they talking about like sometime like the one time I opened the door and a guy was having a sex horse? Having, yeah, like that kind of scene. Yeah, yeah, but you have, really don't have any reason to try to even go back. To those <laughs> I was doors trying afterwards. to avoid describing <laughs> that particular scene because <laughs> that's the one I always hear people bring up. <laughs> yeah, I saw it once. I haven't seen it since. I've been pretty thorough. I've been helping Al Gore find man bear pig. So I've been busy. <laughs> I've been doing stuff. Man bear pig. Man bear pig. I'm man super serial, you guys. Super surreal. I'm super surreal. Oh, man. No, it's great. Like, everyone you would want to be here is here. Like, I, I, I got to see Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, meet his kids. <gasps> Mr. Hanky. And I, I felt very uncomfortable and awkward as, as him and his drunk wife got into another argument. <laughs> but it was, no, everybody's there. I, I, I walked past is some, chef some there? crab people. Who? Yeah, is chef is there. Chef there? No. Uh, 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 Lame. All the people who are dead. Well, there's are dead. two reasons he can't be there. No, but no, but legitimately, all the people who are dead are dead. Like, there's, I think there's a memorial wall where it says people we've lost and Miss Chokes on Dick, um, Miss Crabtree. Like, all the people who are dead, like Pip, I guess Pip died at some point. <laughs> but, you know, Pip all the, died. I've never heard of any of these people. This is great. You never heard of Miss Chokes on Dick? No. I don't she watch South Park. She was their teacher. So. Let me put it this way. Even, I, I legitimately see, though, how even if you don't like South Park, there's still a fun RPG in there. With a fun, with fun mechanics and a nice sense of humor, like just like I, the same way I would recommend the Knights of the Old Republic to people who are looking for like a fun old classic RPG. You don't have to know anything about who Luke Skywalker is, or who Darth Vader is, or what a Jedi is. All you need to know is it's a fun RPG with some good D and D mechanics, and you build up your character and you use a laser sword. It's that kind of thing. Lasers. Or like I, I don't know anything about Lord of the Rings. But I and I know a lot of people who don't as well, but they still enjoy the hell out of Shadow of Mordor, even if they don't know what the hell more where Mordor is on a map. No, um, it's not in Earth. So if you're looking on a U.S. map or something to find Mordor, you're gonna have issues. <laughs> no, I meant like on the, you know, the Middle Earth map. Oh, it's it's where the shadows lie. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I saw the movie. I saw the map moving slowly. That's all I remember. Yeah, there you go. Gwyneth Paltrow, or what's her name? Um, Claire Dane? No. Kate uh, Blanchett? Yeah, she's the one who does Galadriel, right? So, yeah. She'll give you the intro and say, Mordor, and stuff like that. With a weird <laughs> accent. All right, so, <laughs> Alex, are you on? No? I tried to get Alex on. Oh, well. Oh, he's eating oh, pizza this- and showering. And All right. Hopefully not at the same time. Eat pizza in the shower. I don't know why you'd eat pizza <laughs> in the shower. All right, Manny, what else what you play? Um, remember I mentioned Uniqlo a while ago? No. The Japanese clothing store? Yes. So one finally opened in Los Angeles. Ooh. So you spend $8,000 on clothing? Oh, no, no, no. I thought it was terrible and I walked out. Oh. <laughs> I went during the grand opening... I was really disappointed. So I was this, really... What's what's the gimmick with Uniqlo? 
It's there is no. It's oh. cheap. It's cheap. Really? That's the gimmick. That's a. That doesn't sound like Japanese fashion to me. Oh, that is core to Japanese fashion. But it's gotten to the point where like Man, so really many neats. Okay, sorry. So many neats are uh, wearing Uniqlo all the time that there's a new. There's a term in Japan that's called uh, Unibare. It means we we all know you're wearing Uniqlo and we're not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's cheap clothing, why would you be impressed to begin with? Exactly. Is it but like, people. Is it like no, but walking? like people are walking around like this, super stylish, and they wear nothing but Uniqlo. Okay. No, I just didn't think it was all that great. I was a little disappointed. I mean, I, I thought the not reason up to why your usual the, standards. No, no, it's not even about standards. It's that I thought part of the reason why they were coming over here is because I thought that they. Because I thought that they felt like, you know, Japanese fashion has a certain sense and a style that we yeah. think would play well in the West. And we're going to bring it over. And I saw it. It's like, oh, you didn't bring over any of the clothes to actually make your brand unique in East Asia. Oh, they brought over Western style stuff? It's, it's the most generic. Ameri- it's like it's, you wouldn't be hard pressed to find anything similar. So it's I mean, like it's like uh, Utada's it's like Western album. It's like the Gap. Oh, Thank you, Chris. That's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Instead like, of having Utada make music that's like her music, let's uh, have this generic American crap that nobody nobody wants to listen to on either side of the ocean. 1,000%, Chris, yes. That is exactly what it was. It was like when I walked in that store, it's like, wait, wait, why don't I just go to the H&M across the street? At least they have a little bit more. At least they have a little bit more. So where do you uh, usually player. shop? Are you, you, you load up on diesel? Actually, you- I haven't done a lot of clothes shopping in a while, which makes me sad. I mean, I could tell you more about women's fashion at this point. Where I, I, I go, yeah. I help other, I help, I go shopping with lady friends. I know. I'm like, I know. I'm about, like people's best gay friend. Let me tell <laughs> we'll you shopping. about all I know about women's shopping. Um, buy underwear at Pink by Victoria's Secret. Oh no! Are you? Yeah. I know. No. No. Anna, Anna, you gonna no. respond to this? Anna just bought five pair of underwear at Pink by Victoria's Secret. But let me ask you, Anna, how many free coupons for Victoria's Secret free underwear did you have at the time as well? None. They were on sale. Oh. Oh, like okay. five for twenty-five or something see, like the that. The joke around here is the only reason why you go into Victoria's Secret is because Victoria's Secret sent you a sent you a coupon for one free pair of underwear. And usually, anytime we go, I go in there with somebody who has a free coupon. There's like three other women in line as well with their free coupon for a so, free pair of underwear. It was funny. Like they even had a sign on the on the counter that said, "We no longer take thirty percent off coupons due to um, fraudulent um, activities or something like that." Um, what is uh, what do you take or where do women go for an underwear in Los Angeles? Um, a lot of it, I think a lot of people still do American Apparel because it is like local brand. What about what about? Oh, Anna wouldn't know American Apparel because she's Canadian. Don't they have a, a Canadian stores? American Apparel. Maybe a Noodle. Uber. Robo Noodle. Hello. Robo Noodle. No. Yeah. Uh. I like how she's just, uh, I don't want it to be true. <laughs> don't right. this thing that this, don't I, tell I'm, me these things. I, I live in a pretty good area that's um filled, like, it, it, Southern California has so many malls and shopping centers yeah. that you can you can be you can say like, uh, what mall do you want to go to today? You, no, let's go to that one. That one has the good Japanese food. No, 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 let's go to the outdoor mall. Well, which one? No, not that one. That one's I don't want to be in Santa Monica today. Let's go to the Grove. Uh, how about not the Grove? Let's go to the branded Americana next to the Glendale. But I don't want to go to Glendale. 
what, what about the Beverly Center? No, not today. Let's not go to the Beverly Center. How about the Northridge Fashion Square? I'm not going to Northridge today for that. Let's go to the... Let's go to, I mean, okay. it's that, it's yeah, the, that's it's, a little wow. different than Madison. Here's how Madison works, Manny. There's a mall that's on your side of the town. That's the one you go to. There's the mall on the other side of the town. You don't go to that one. And it doesn't matter whatever side of town you're on. That's that's how that works. And then there's the outdoor mall on the west side of town. And I have two options. malls. Huh? I have two big malls within walking distance. They're within not within walking distance. Within and walk? they both have very different vibes. He's talking um, about and if you dr- oh. Let me like let me the big malls. Are like we have like maybe like ten, ten or twelve big malls, and each one has like a their own unique flavor. They have their own unique no. thing. Some are outdoor, some are indoor, some have farmer markets, some have unique brand stores. Like the reason why – like it's weird where you'd be like, oh, we need to go to Glendale. Why? Because that's where the Lego store is. Oh, we need to go down to Santa Monica. Why? Because that's where the Super Dry store is. Each one has an Apple store. Oh, we need to go to the Century City Mall. Why? Because that's the only place where you can go to Lupicia and the Microsoft oh, store. Oh, right. And I'm forgetting Lup- uh, the, the Hilldale Mall, but that's not really a mall. Mm. It's more – it's like a – it's a strip mall that wants to be an outdoor mall. <laughs> Because it has expensive places. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> There's only like three malls around here. There's Bally Fair, which is like the No, hold on. You're in Salt Lake City. You should have way more. I'm talking about in my area. Oh, okay. You There's Bally Fair, which is in West Valley, which is a bad... Which is but like you have to go to a different city to get to a mall. Or there's like wow. Fashion Place, which is the good mall where everyone goes to. Or there's <laughs> City Creek, which I'm is... I'm sorry. All by the-, the good mall is called Fashion Place? Yes, it's called that's, Fashion Place Mall. That's awesome. <laughs> and then there's City Creek, which is a is there new a mall. There is a creek. Okay, good. Yes, it's called City Creek. It's downtown Salt Lake. It's owned by the LDS Church, and it's only Wait. for rich people. Oh, do they? Sell, and it's not open on Sundays. Do they sell Mormon clothing apparel? And there's no alcohol, so all the restaurants can't sell alcohol awesome. in that mall because so, it's owned by the church. Here's here's how our hey Alice hey oh hi it's the British guy go <laughs> I have so, to explain to I'll have to explain to Noodle needs to be Noodle called. has been listening to the podcast <laughs> I haven't um, been to the podcast all right in a while. so what is what okay let me give you a de- idea how this works here Sarah Kay. we have the west the mall on the west side of mall, of the town it's called West Town Mall and the mall on the east side of town is called the East Town Mall. <laughs> Wow, you guys are super... Yeah. <laughs> like, we have the east side and the west side, and the west side is usually the where I live. I live on the west side, which is where all, like, the poor people live, and then it's then there's the east side where all, like, the... Where all the ski resorts are and all the fancy rich people live. And- you want to know the funny thing, too, is if, if you have money here, you don't go to any malls. You go to, like, Rodeo Drive, or or if you're a cool hipster... You go to uh, Melrose and you go to the various tiny boutiques. Wait, if you don't have any money, you go to Rodeo Drive? No, no if, if you, you have, have, you real, said, if you you have money, money, you go to Rodeo Drive. Oh, okay. If I'm you like, don't have you money, avoid- you go to the mall. <laughs> I don't but have any money, which mall, so I because, go to Target and Walmart. Because <laughs> then they have – there's poor malls and then there's middle-class malls and there's upper-middle-class malls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I go to Jordan Landing. That's where that's where I go. For that's why, I, like, whenever stuff. people make jokes about like what LA is like, I feel like that's a joke for someone who's never really been here because this city really is whatever the hell you want to make out of it. It can get as weird or as niche as you want it to be. All right. How you doing, Alice? <laughs> um, I've just got back from the 
Final Fantasy fourteen first thing. Ooh, you should Good talk about that. Share with us. I'm really, really quite tired now. <laughs> How was it? So I'll do a podcast for several hours. <laughs> hey, you know that thing that British people are famous for doing? Lots of having bad understatement. Tea? No, queuing. <laughs> oh, waiting in line. Okay. Yeah, there was a lot of that. You know why you're famous for that? It's not because you're the only ones who wait in line. It's because you call it queuing. <laughs> oh, queuing. Yes, queuing. Yeah, there was, lot, there, was, there was a lot of that. So, okay. What were the... You don't have to... All right. Let's, let's take it easy. What were the things you queued for? Uh, well, mostly the shop, but... Hey, did All you right. get anything cool? What'd you buy at the shop? Yeah, did you get I, have, I now actually have an entire family of Moogles. Yay! Whoa! Yay! We need we need a Moogle. Did we arrange Moogle pickup services, Anna? No. Oh. Uh, can I have a Moogle? Quick, someone play Crystal Chronicles and have that Moogle deliver some mail. We need you to go back to the fan fest and get us some. <laughs> I think they're sold out by now. I I I bought two, one for myself, one for David, okay. and we also have a plain one as well. Okay. Um, I also have a mug which has little. Uh, it's the mug has got all of the. I think it's all of the mini pets that are currently available in game. Yeah. On it, uh, I have the art book, uh, a towel, oh. and a couple of t-shirts. Uh, could you give us a quick rundown, just for those of us maybe not super familiar with what Final Fantasy Fan Fest is? Okay, so specifically, it's an event f- specifically for Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's broadly similar to the yeah. ones that they've previously run in the US for Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, in that it they used to be use for it as 11. a they yeah. usually kind of use it as a place for announcing things and kind of, you know, bring people together in the whole community spirit. Um, so at the, at the Las Vegas Fan Festival, which was last week, they announced uh, Final Fantasy XIV Heavensward, which is the new expansion pack they're releasing next year. Um, what they saved for this fan festival was a couple of other announcements, which most people have probably already picked up on Twitter. Uh do you guys guys familiar with them? them? No. That's what? The things they've announced for fourteen at the London Fan Festival. It was part of the opening. Uh, I uh, read like, the patch notes, but I haven't read the anything like that. Okay. Well, the thing, yeah. Say the, the the main thing that they showed off at the uh, Las Vegas one was the fact that yes, there's an expansion pack, and ooh, look, it's got pretty things in it. Uh, what they did at London was they revealed uh, the two new beast tribes and their associated primals, which includes one like like new one that they've created specifically for Final Fantasy fourteen rather than a redo of an existing Final Fantasy character. Um, but the big, uh, the two big ones were they did confirm that the next job will be Dark Knight as a tank class, um, and they've oh, also announced that the new areas will include proper flying mounts. Oh yeah, flying mounts! Yay! So uh, the two the two major ones being um, they're releasing proper flying black chocobos, (gasps) and they're also doing uh, single person uh, airship gliders as well. That is so awesome! Um, Now. What they did to tease Dark Knight was back in Las Vegas, uh, the producer, Naoki Yoshida, um, was wearing a Batman t-shirt to one of the events. Man, you know, Batman, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. So <laughs> this, uh, during this event, uh, Naoki, uh, Naoki Yoshida came out on stage in full black mage cosplay to start the event. Ooh. 
took that off to reveal he was still wearing his Batman shirt. Yeah. But then towards the end of the presentation, he took off his Batman shirt to reveal a 007 shirt. What? And then what? said that they're going to uh, release information about another new job at the next festival, which is in Tokyo in December. Oh, that's going to be a gun person. Yeah, everyone's kind of like, it's probably going kinda to be like gun. Kind of like an 11, maybe. Uh, yeah, it, it basically. Well, now hold on. Is... Let's let's think about James Bond film movie names: Goldeneye, Skyfall, Casino Royale, Gambler, Casino An Royale, Octopus Gambler. Class. An Octopussy class. Now they could call it a gambler, but it is still class. going to shoot guns. They have been setting up guns in that game since launch. Yeah, um, you can go talk to people that say they are gunners. Um, well, Musketeer was one of the planned classes for the original Final Fantasy and fourteen. It got cut. Do they? Yeah. Do they wear gunners while they do their shooting? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, what, gunner uh-huh, optics? Uh-huh. Yes, that was the joke. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever seen one in person, so I didn't get it. Um, so, yeah, um, they also had a bunch of, like, carnival challenges. Um, the best part of that was I didn't, I didn't go on it um, because I'm a coward, um, but you know they have one of those. They had one of those, um, you know, uh, rodeo things. I don't know what you call them. Oh, mechanical bulls. Yeah, they had a mechanical bull there dressed up as a behemoth. Nice. Oh my gosh, it's funny. Chris, you're very familiar with the mechanical bull, right? Yep. Nobody knows this, but he's actually a mechanical bull expert. Every E3 he's gone to, he's ridden one. Stays on at least five seconds. What? I'm sorry, what? I'm <laughs> I like how what I said was so unbelievable when Chris didn't process it. I don't even know what I'm believing anymore. I'm just having a look at the Moogle. It is fluffy. It is fluffy. It is very what kind fluffy. of Moogle? You said Moogle family. Whoa, it's, uh, we've got there two, is all sorts uh, of crap going on right now. There are two deliv- we've got two delivery Moogles, so they take the appearance of the post- the uh, posty Moogles that appear in Final Fantasy fourteen. So they they uh, appear like regular ones, but they have a little postman's hat and a little postman's sack, which they struggle to carry. That's cute. Um, and the regular one is just a regular Final Fantasy fourteen Moogle, so it doesn't have any clothes. Uh, you know, it doesn't I have any. A Moogle. No, they were selling Moogle hats at Anime Bonsai, but they were really expensive. So I just got a cone plushie. You know it's weird. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting to the point now where no, I don't want to. I'll, I'll sit, mention this afterwards. I don't want to cut off your story. Go for it, man. Hmm. Sorry. No, I'm just having a look. Can I cut off the story? Oh, Hi, another Alex. British person. Hmm? What's this? Hello. British Hello. cast. British cast. I have pizzas and showers. It's the British cast. I'm seceding from your union. I want independence. I changed my Siri voice to a British guy. Oh, give us a sample. Give us a sample. Ask him him how he's doing. How are you doing? I am well. That's it? That was lame. (laughs) I know. It's just something different. It needs to be like Stephen Fry or something. Just, Just say, like, tell him to say something long and then he'll say it. Say something long. That may be beyond my abilities at the moment. There you go. Oh, how British. <laughs> there you how go. <laughs> okay. That was quite British. That was I quite can't British. believe you've done this. 
<laughs> we have a security guy coming um, on Monday who was like born in southern England. So, oh, that's right. I was so he talks funny. No, he talks like Quinn. Oh, okay. I am from southern England. I'll Every draw. time Anna finds a British person, she talks about you, Alice. Just to just to try and communicate um, that you're a totally a posh wanker. No, that Anna knows about what accents sound like from different parts of the country. She wants to sound smart. Anna, David taught you to say that, didn't he? No, remember we've had this conversation before. I call. I said that you'd gone to Eton. Oh yeah, podcast, and, you, and you're you like only posh wankers go there. I went to finishing <laughs> school. <laughs> like, oh, there's I could a damn difference. <laughs> It's all right, because David calls me a posh wanker all the time. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if I called Siri a posh wanker. Call Siri a Go posh wanker. You're a posh wanker. Your language. He's offended. <laughs> Did you go to finishing school? This school matching finishing is pretty far from you. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it calls you. I think uh, that was a nice way of saying you're pretty dumb. <laughs> Finishing school, I, I think that's pretty much out of your walking distance. That's, that's the, out of your league. You, you shouldn't be going there. Ah, oh, dear. So, uh, did you actually get the you? So you just stood in line for merchandise at this Final Fantasy fourteen thing? Oh, hey, I did a couple of the other things as well. Jesus. Like what? Yeah, what'd well, you I do? Say, there, were the, there were the carnival stuff. So I did a bit of that. Um, and yeah, then most most of it was... Um, well, yeah. Had some food. Oh, I did one of the battle things as well. But not Which the one? main one. Oh. Not the main one. I did Odin. Not Odin. Ifrit. It, Odin was the one everyone wanted to do. Did you succeed? No. No. <laughs> did you carried. cosplay? Why did everyone want no, to do Odin? Because it, Odin was like the big headline battle thing that oh, they were new. advertising. Yeah, it was so uh, like a go lose at this battle that you have no chance of winning because no one's seen it before today. Yeah, pretty much. Because Odin otherwise only shows up in game as a fate, unlike uh, rather than like a timed, and it's also very hard as well. Like they oh, intentionally fate? over they over, they Odin intentionally over tuned it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was the thing that happened. Yeah, the Odin fight wasn't very hard, that was just... <laughs> Doesn't it have like a... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Alright, did you play any games in the past week? Uh, oh well, Civilization Beyond Earth came out yesterday. Ooh, you played it at all? Yeah, yeah, I've already finished one game in it. No, you would have been playing all day to do that. Uh, well, there was the point where I had to readjust my sleeping pattern after being on night shifts for seven days. And what Tell better what, to do that with than Civ? That's yeah, <laughs> one, more turn, one more turn syndrome is great for staying yep. awake. <laughs> um, it's Civilization V with a sci-fi skin, but I think I like it more than Civilization V. Okay, it does a few, quite a few things differently from Civ V, but either way... <laughs> Okay. If you like Civ, if you like Civ Five, you'll probably like Beyond Earth. Basically, uh, I'm just kind of waiting for them to fix the resolution bug at the moment. At the moment, I can't select one nine two zero by one zero eight zero as a screen resolution. 
And it's annoying me a little bit. Poke it. How do they lock uh, that ship? I have no idea. Yeah, it, I, actually, that is a good, really good point, actually, because yeah, um, Firaxis are usually on this stuff. Yeah. You know, after uh, the work that they did on, um, what do you want to call it? Civ 5? Yeah, well, I was thinking of XCOM, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm not quite sure how that got in. Uh, I don't know. That is, that's a weird one. All right, then. Uh, Alex, what have you been playing? Oh, well, I'm podcasting. Uh, I've been trying to play Natural Doctrine. How's that going? Yeah, and that's been deleted from my Vita. Ooh, that <laughs> didn't take long. Yeah, well, I got further than... I got back the same place that Glenn got to before he did the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's your hard favorite ga- part hard of Natural game Doctrine? Very hard. Um, I like all the systems are pretty neat. It's just stupidly, stupidly hard. And there's no way to make it easier, huh? No, I was already playing on easy mode. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that was one of the goals for their game, and I, I don't know. It's like, I don't think you want to be the Dark Souls of tactical RPGs. We kind of don't need that. It is a game entirely for wheels. <laughs> It has been made with it has been made with wheels in mind. He seemed to really like it. it, it, it you said the Dark Souls is tactical RPGs, right? That already exists. It's Tactics Ogre. Oh, I thought it was Fire Emblem. <laughs> no, Tactics Ogre. Oh my okay. god. That's I'm true. talking about like the original one on the NES, and then was later ported to PlayStation. Where the advice was to turn on the training mode, let it auto battle itself, read a book, come back after a chapter, and after maybe a couple of people have leveled up, then then do that again. And then maybe you're ready for the next level. So at least you can That's level up in also actually mode pretty accurate. <laughs> um, but you're talking about Tactics Ogre, not Ogre Battle. Yeah, he's no, talking about Tactics Ogre. Yeah. Ogre Battle is just as notorious for having um, some yeah, very unfriendly. Yeah, but you can't train yourself in Ogre Battle. Right. Oh my goodness, so you have thing. to do it yourself. Yep. Oh, and this is before podcasts, too. <laughs> well, oh. fortunately, podcasts exist now. so Because you're going to go back and play those. Um, actually, I was thinking about streaming Ogre Battle. Oh, or you know. Yeah, so if you want to watch Anna grind her characters out for, for tens of hours, tune in for the Lucky <laughs> Gamer live stream of that Ogre Battle. That sounds exciting. Hey. Mm. I'll do the interesting battles on the on the stream, like the one with the witch. So, do you play anything? You play anything good, Alex? Uh, after I accidentally sort of hit the home button and saw all the games that I would much rather have played, I started playing Final Fantasy X again. <laughs> hey, good choice. That's a tiny little Moogle. Yeah, it's fairly small actually. Oh, I want to see it. Uh, links in Skype chat. Oh, adorable. <laughs> oh, uh, I also got... Yeah, did I mention oh my I god, that's so cute! Did I mention Hi. I got the art book as well? Cool. It's so cute! I want to cuddle with it. Art books are cool. I like art books. Yeah, art books are definitely cool. I got a bleach Actually, art I, book. I, 
I, I bought another art book yesterday, but that's more for David than for me because he's been going through Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation? Have you not heard oh, of that? Oh, oh, or also, as it's known, the game where you hide in closets and open doors. Hide in closets for 20 minutes at a time. Wow. I watched the montage of the, all the different... <laughs> what do they call it? Uh... The, it's the WarioWare of the opening doors. That's like, you can sum up what? this game in a nutshell. That makes no sense. Oh, it totally does, because every door has its own unique little mini-game, like WarioWare-style mini-game. Really? Match the numbers. That is bizarre. Hit it in the middle. Rotate until it's centered. Rotate again. Push L and R and rotate. Oh, the little, uh, yeah, the little uh, mini-games for the hacking tool for when opening certain doors. That, that is a thing. Sounds like opening all doors, according to Manny. Nah, it's not all of them. A lot of doors. It's funny, though. It's weird that, like, the big discussion I hear about this game isn't that necessarily that it's bad. Well, some people are shut out saying it's bad. But how how much better it could have been as an experience if it were shorter. If this were, like, a portal-length game, people are talking about how they nailed the atmosphere, they nailed the environment, they nailed the old technology. But if it wasn't 20 hours of hiding closets and opening doors, they could have had something really special here. If there was less alien... You know, it's funny when people are saying, I want less of an alien in this alien game. But. Well, the funny thing is, though, is I think the, the – the, well, at least based on my experience of watching David play, the alien appears at just about the right rate to make the game good. Oh, that is like the opposite of what I've been hearing. But hey, teach their own. Well, how David's come, a how come David. every member of the Ripley family gets in trouble with an alien? There's, we've only seen uh, two narr- members. Narrative causality. Hmm. We've only seen two. And they all make friends with an android. There's only two Ripleys. Okay. Friends. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I take offense with Chris's... No, not offense. I, I take umbrage at Chris's statement. Because there's only two Ripleys. And the other one only finds well, the alien... Well, technically there's three, right? Unless you count... count don't you count the clone as a separate... But the, the only reason why she was cloned is because she had the alien DNA in her. Okay. Which so you can't, like, separate those two out. They're, the they're third linked one. by definition. The third movie one, which I think is the clone... But I'm not sure. No, that's the yeah, fourth this, one. This that's Alien Resurrection. Really, I don't even know. Really I haven't watched these. All I know is one of them, she's really good at basketball. <laughs> alien Resurrection. Okay. You haven't watched any of the Alien movies? I've only seen two. Aliens. Two Aliens? No, I've only seen Aliens. The second one. Oh. The first so, like, Aliens. two Aliens. That, aliens really I hate good. the way these are titled. I've only seen Aliens, the action movie with James Cameron. Oh, the James Cameron one. Yeah. Alien is really good. Yeah, it is good. No, Alien yes. is very good. No, aliens Alien, is really good. Alien and Aliens, I think, are considered the two good ones. Yeah. Every, the rest uh, depends on your fandom. The reason I watched <laughs> Aliens and not Alien is that I'm more interested in action movies than horror movies. It's not really I don't a like horror, horror movie. movies. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. No, I guess it's an action suspense. It's like a suspense thriller. Suspense thriller, yeah. Don't try, they're not trying to freak you out. I'm and, actually thinking about going back and watching Alien. The more I've been hearing about it, it holds game. up. I mean, it, I have it on Blu-ray, and it's like I don't buy many, very many Blu-ray. I kind of want to see I, the computers. <laughs> I, no, did you hear? What, um, you, did you hear how they managed to get the um, grainy effect in uh, Alien: Isolation done right? No. How? Uh, how was it done, David? Wasn't it they, they just took it from Mass Effect? No, they recorded it off a. Um, they had a screen playing it, then they then recorded it off a screen using a, a Betamax player. And then record and then re-recorded it off that or something. Excellent. Yeah, you know, to get the fun. right 
right amount of film grain on it. Yeah. Going back to watching Alien, I watched it recently, is that the, the art design and the set design is so detailed and so lived in that it, it holds up so well, more than most movies, science fiction from that era. And the only thing that sets it back, the only like little detail that makes you go, oh, this is an old movie, is when they interact with the computer system with, during like one scene during the movie. Yeah. And that's like the only time you go like, oh, this is I old. like how they've committed to the computers for the game, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. So- they they, they- They've. Um, this is something that David just. Uh, we had a discussion about was that they really, really nailed like the that used eighties future that Ridley Scott also used in Blade Runner quite yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, it's like yesterday's vision of tomorrow. And I think even um, I think I was uh, one of the discussions that I had with David was that yeah, okay, it's meant to be the future, and you know, the fu- with the future brings like improvements to computer technology, but I mean. If, when you think about it, um, the spa- when the space shuttles were being launched in 2000 and – when were they last flown? 2011 or something? Uh-huh. Um, the computer systems on board the, um, on board the space shuttles I don't think had been touched since the 70s. Yeah, they have. Well, not it's by not much. It's not like they've ripped them out and redone everything, but – no, but like the underlying programming language and stuff had not been changed mm-hmm. or anything since the it's a, first inception. Well, there's a lot of things with like military systems where if it's if it's still working, don't fix it. Yeah, and I think the the I, the way I kind of the way I thought of it was um, Wayland Yutani. If they're building all of these like deep space uh, things and or, I mean, or the megacorps of the alien world in general, they're probably looking to cut corners everywhere possible. So if a CRT computer can do the job, then why not use them, like all over the place? Because it's probably cheaper than installing touchscreens everywhere. Well, not now it wouldn't be because no one's making CRT. No, but it, it's an interesting thought experiment. But I, I, it's funny. I don't even think you need to go that far though because I just think it works on its own right. If you notice like when people try to rebuild like uh, the cyber – not not when they do new cyberpunk genre fiction, they still make Japan as like this big source of the megacorp because that was like back in the 80s where Japan was booming. This is before their like the economic downturn. Yeah, this, like, the, 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 Zai, the Zai – I think it's the Zaibutsu – yeah, kind of the 10 concept. years of stagnation in the Japanese economy. But it, at that time, people thought like, oh my, Japan couldn't take over the world with their military. They're taking over the, the world economically. They're, they're the next superpower giant. Like, oh my god, look at Japan. Yeah, when really what they really should have done is done it with China. Yeah, because but no one – at the time, no one knew. Everyone thought yeah. the 80s future is a, is a future where Japan is like – Top dog. <laughs> yeah, and that that's actually still reflected in Alien Isolation and a lot of the um, like the public direction arrows are written in both English and Japanese. Yeah, that's funny. I, I love yeah, I love the old visions of the future like that. Like it, it's even Ooh. funny if you like watch Back to the Future, uh, uh, Back to the Future three I think, where Doc Brown is trying to fix the DeLorean. Is like oh no wonder this part failed. It was made in Japan. And Marty looks at him, <laughs> Doc. All the best stuff is made in Japan. <laughs> Oh, it is funny yeah. now that hasn't been the case in a while, unless we're talking about toilets or like water heaters. Yeah, Japan does make the best toilets. They absolutely make the best. They make the rest of us look like we're living in the 19th century with our toilets. Yep. Ooh, That's it. Podcast over. I'm going to get a Toto toilet. Oh, hang on. I just got a. Uh, I've got a uh, uh, code thing. Okay. A code thing. Code red. Uh, the, art code thing? Book, code the Final Fantasy 14 art book. Has a mini pet code in it. Okay. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Well, you better go redeem that. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to go and sort dinner, so I will be off and back later. All right. Thanks for stopping by, Alice.
Yeah, well, I say I know you're going to still be going when I get back, so. Well, we'll keep we'll going, be going for 24 hours. Yeah, we'll be yeah, going. Yep. Keep going with <laughs> that crazy then. extra life stuff. Yep. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Just before I go, I'll post this in uh, Skype chat. Okay. Uh, it's from today. You should tweet it out too, so people at home can see it. By following Mecha Twin. I think, Ooh, I, that's Mecha, cool. No, I cha- I've changed my. Uh, I've oh, changed Mecha my, Alice uh, but, now. Yeah, it's Mecha underscore Alice now. All right. Um, yeah, I think I already retweeted it on mine. But yeah, it's um, the Naoki Yoshida, the director of Final Fantasy XIV, wearing um, Black Mage cosplay. That is pretty awesome. I think I have a picture of him on my Instagram, um, autographing like hundreds of pictures for people at E3. <laughs> yeah, he honestly, he's an absolute boss. He is. He's a nice guy. He seems like generally down to earth and really cool. Yeah, and I uh, he, was, he was engaging Facebook. in a lot of friendly banter with his, um, uh, like his translation partner, because obviously he did a lot of the presenting in nice. Japanese. I remember once at E3 though, I was I was about to play like a Final Fantasy XI for the first time, and then like I walked past, like Yoshida and just standing behind me, I'm like oh no, and I said oh no, I have to play the game in front of you, and he's like ha, 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like oh no, I don't need this silent judgment behind me this yeah, whole time. I'm a little- I'm a little bummed out that I didn't get to meet him, but as always, next time. All right. Yeah, I want to go right. next time. Thank you for All the right, report. Then. Thank you for the report. Yeah. Yes. All right. See ya. Alex, is there anything else you played? Um, just Madden. Just Madden. Do. All right. How are yeah, you doing, Madden? Do. Uh, I'm playing with the Jacksonville Jaguars, so not very well. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you in like a fact. create a player mode, or are you in doing a season? Or no, I'm, I, I I own them at the moment. Okay. Well, I don't know be called the Jacksonville Jaguars next season. I have moved them. <clears throat> um, yeah, they still suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the news then. News! Nope. And just a reminder, we are playing for the kids today, so please donate at www.extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer. Pick someone on the team, preferably me. Or me. Or me, because I'm almost at my goal. <laughs> I have and, uh, the least amount of money. Your money will go mean- towards uh, Children's Miracle Network hospitals in the area of the player. I'm playing for Gunderson, Gunderson Health Systems out here in Wisconsin, uh, as is Anna Marie. What nope, are you? Oh. I'm playing for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. Oh, you are, and and uh, Sarah's playing for. I'm playing for a primary children's hospital in Salt Lake City. Nice, Utah. Oh, Chris, this what if I'm listening to this podcast after the fact? What? What if I'm listening to this? After the fact. Well, I'm glad you asked me, Manny, because you can still donate, too. Donations <gasps> will be taken until probably mid-November sometime, so there is plenty of time for you to get your donation in. We're asking pr- people to consider donating $1 an hour, so $24. Go donate it. Anything you can give can help. $1.24. Whatever you want to do. Or $0.05. Cents. You can no, do that. don't do that, because that costs them more in credit card fees. Does it? Yeah. Credit card fees okay. are like pretty expensive yeah it's like a minimum fee so you'd actually lose money on a donation like that oh that's true so don't don't donate five cents yeah use apple pay on your computer just touch it to your computer that way apple gets all the fees (laughs) all right yeah (laughs) i don't think put your phone on top of your computer and then there you go well, we've got some news for you this week, so let's uh, let's start it off. Let's let's run doing. Here's what happened on RP Gamer throughout the site. First off, somebody reviewed Pure Solar. Jume Sin looks like. So we got a review for that up. Uh, he did not like it that much. 
Two and a half out of five. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you're wondering, yes, things are a little weird this week um, because it's extra life. I don't have the notes the way I normally do, so uh, it'll sound a little different flow Just for our new section. Just look at the website, you know. Um, let's see. We have a list of jobs that'll be in Final Fantasy Explorers. Uh, we still have no Western release for that. But if you want to see, we've got a link to all the videos, and you can check out the following jobs. Beastmaster, Dark Knight, Dragoon. Yeah, Hun- Beastmaster! <laughs> Hunter, Machinist, Ninja, Paladin, Time Mage, and White Mage. Um, there's summons as well, and all sorts of stuff. So. Yeah, there are more jobs Beastmaster, to come. Beastmaster, I love it. Yeah, yeah there's, there's going to be so much jobs in that game. Well, no, Red Mage has always been confirmed, but there wasn't any video for that. Nice. Uh, the Witcher 3 opening cinematics up. You can go watch that on the site now. Uh, that's a game that's not coming out till February 24th, 2015. Yeah, God yes. That's my birthday. So why bother? So why bother? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like, I don't know. I, if, at some point, I feel like if you know, if you really do know you're going to buy a game, you've already decided on it, maybe hang back a bit and get, get the full experience when you first buy it. You know, I, I I like to go dark after a while and just be like, I'm, I'm done with preview coverage. I'm done with everything. You don't need to sell me anymore. I already know I'm going to get it. That's only the only thing cinematic. It doesn't exactly ruin anything. No, but at the same time, I don't want to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. So this next story is kind of weird. There's a game coming out called Rainbow Skies. If that sounds slightly familiar, you might remember Rainbow Moon. So this is the yes. sequel to Rainbow Moon. Yeah, it's listed as an indirect sequel, whatever that means. What does that even mean? I don't know. Alex wrote the story. An indirect oh, a spiritual sequel? successor, right? They don't have the license, so yeah. they still want to oh, make a sequel? It's the same company. Oh, I think it's like the same way that Final Fantasy 2 is a sequel to Final Fantasy 1. Okay. So, oh, okay. That's what they mean I by don't, I don't know if there's any actual story connection, but it's got this sort of gameplay style. Well, I think the gameplay style looks pretty much the same. So. Well, we've got uh, screenshots and a trailer up. You can go check that out on the site right now. It'll be coming out in 2015 for Rainbow Skies. Also delayed next. Sequel, of course, will be Double Rainbow Skies. Rainbow Moon is available for free at the moment. I'm sorry? Rainbow Moon is available for free at the moment. That's probably worth mentioning. Oh, okay. Um, It's on the the instant game collection. People don't like that game that much. You didn't like that game that much. No, I wasn't the only one. No, I didn't like the game that much. People got tired of it quickly. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway. It's okay to kill a bit of time with, so... All right. Well, here's a game that'll kill a lot more time. Uh, Icewind Dale, the Enhanced Edition. It's coming out October 30th. That's pretty soon here. PC and Mac, it'll be 19.99, and versions for iOS and Android are also scheduled, um, but they don't have a date yet. Um, that's an, it, lots of stuff in it being added to the original game from 2000, like six expanded quests, the Heart of Winter and Trials of the Loon Master expansions, a new class, new kit options, new spells, new items, and cross-platform multiplayer. Um, actually, I heard the complaints that they don't add enough. All they're doing is just, like most of what they have in there, you can get on GOG right now for like $10 or less, and then just put on a bunch of mods, fix it up. Maybe you won't have the new class. They were meant for class. the they were made for the game to begin with though. Yeah. But okay. No, you're right. Huh. I don't cross platform multiplayer sounds cool. Yeah, if that I think this is probably a better deal for people who do want to pay it on tablets mm-hmm. and people who do want cross platform multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you you've got a point there. Like um just getting the HD versions on a PC versus going to GOG and getting a fully modded up version, you can get all the bug fixes because people have done them. 
um, already. <laughs> it's, 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 these games are too popular. And you can get new texture mods and everything else. People have this stuff out here. You're almost better off getting the original games and modding them up. Um, but for tablets, that's that's something that you're actually gaining because, you know, the original ga- versions aren't running on the tablet. So seems like uh, the way to do it. It seems like that's the real goal of these versions. What? I don't know. Hannah is picking cat hair out of her plate of food. She's you're a cat Just owner. Get call over it. it. Protein. Yeah, it's yeah, it's protein. All right, <laughs> so Icewind Dale. There you go. Uh, let's see what else we got. Okay, so Dragon Age Inquisition. We got an update where we're talking about. Uh, well, they got a trailer up of additional uh, player classes: the warrior, the mage, and the rogue, um, as well as an examination of nine party members. That you can recruit throughout the game. Uh, the video only has three of them. Oh, well, that's stinks. So there'll probably be two more videos next week. Yeah. <laughs> the EA is really good at doling out little bits of media at a time. Not as good as Square Enix. T- Square Enix is the best. <laughs> it's funny. It feels so. It doesn't feel very modern anymore to even do that, does it? No. Like the whole this week is this gun. This week we're talking about shields. Next week we're talking about swords. I, for mass market games like this, though, I think it works. For the yeah, role of keeping it, people talking about it and keep talking I just gotten, about it. I gotten so used to people just not doing that anymore. Like, yeah. or maybe just the big sites don't cover it like they used to. I well, remember like you know, GameSpot used to do it every single week. Like, yeah. oh, here are the new guns, and like even Kotaku. Well, we're still doing recently, it. <laughs> Kotaku recently said that we're not going to do that kind of coverage anymore. Remember, there was like a big news story about that. Yeah, Polygon and, wasn't going to do that kind of coverage. And then Giant Bomb doesn't do it either. Well, Giant so Bomb. I guess the sites that I go different to, to begin with. Yeah. They're not a traditional news structure anyway. But uh So yeah, I I guess maybe it's just the news sites I go to where I'm just not used to hearing this stuff. I, you know, I, I look at a site like Polygon that has gone back on most of what they've said they were gonna do different and I just don't believe it when a site like Kotaku, which is a blog, is telling me they're not gonna put up micro posts. Can you give like, me an example? You. I'm not calling you out. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just kinda curious. Like what's well, an example? Yeah, of the stuff they've gone back on. I'm really genuinely curious. Um how about all the non video game stuff that they're posting? How about all the do you you do this better than I can, Anna? Fucking post about not pre-ordering games. What the hell bullshit is that? No, uh, Manny wants specific contra- con- contradictions to their promises, which I'm not prepared to give an argument for right now. I, I apologize. Don't I don't know what they promised. <laughs> all right. Because I, I was into. Oh, I legitimately wanted to hear your argument. I was like, oh, all right. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, they um, they were gonna be different. About game journalism, right? I don't know. What does different mean, though? And they were going to have all these sorts of features and stuff like that. And it seems like the quality of their posts feature. have like just dropped dramatically. And they've gone back to kind of like the rhetoric game blog style of Business writing. Business as usual? Yeah, and clickbait and that sort of stuff. And you know, then, of course, they brought on Kuchera, which... Ugh, um, <laughs> enough said, but... I... I, I... I, I do remember they did one big feature about like CTOS before Watch Dogs came out. Remember, mm-hmm. like the real like uh, Watch Dogs of Chicago, and they went around and did some investigative journalism. I haven't seen anything since, yeah. and I kind of get it. That kind of reporting is time consuming and expensive. If right, not but that was the pe- stuff that they were going to do. That was their thing, and now yeah, that's what all I'm of a sudden, and if not enough people are like care or read it. Yeah. Someone, someone's saying like, "Hey, why are we spending all of this money flying this guy out and reading all these people, and no one even read this article?" That's what it feels like to me. Like their money ran out, you know, and they hired all these people and they had all these big visions, and then the money ran out, and now they're going back, you know. Yeah, it happens, man. 
That's how it feels to me. I don't know that that's true. I, have no I'm not gonna, I just want to yes. say I don't have insight into their financials. I'm not going to begrudge. Like I guess you knew better because you're in the news. But I'm not going to begrudge someone because they had big, they had big eyes and they realized that hey, no one wants to. <laughs> no one wants it. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Lords of the Fallen has a big what trailer? Man, we post a lot of just videos, huh? So that's yeah, that's a lot of gameplay stuff in there and talking through a lot of the sort of features and systems. I don't like the sound of this. Developer responds to early previews? <laughs> like, what does that mean? Is that like Dennis Dyack complaining about how people coverage the game at E3? Or <laughs> No, I think he was sort of just clarifying how certain things worked okay. or anything. Oh, so yes. it, it, was, it wasn't actually sort of specific saying about bad yes. things. <laughs> okay. If you need 16 minutes to explain why all the previewers were wrong about what they wrote, I think you have an issue with your game and not how you inform people. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what's yeah. happening here. Yeah. No, it was more just sort of clarifying how everything works. So. All right. Uh, Although ooh. that could be enough issue. This is cool. Alex, you did a Kickstarter update for two games for us. What's going on with these? Um, Everstar the, and Rogue Wizards. Uh, yeah, well, I had some sort of time, so I've been able to do... Now we have more newsies, I can do stuff like this more. It's awesome. Yeah, there's a sort of couple of Kickstarters that I think various members of staff sort of liked, so they seem they both seem interesting. I know we've got I think um Zach is working on something about Rogue Wizards, so I think he's got some early code for that. So that should be cool. Um Alright, so for people yeah, who I've, don't I've not know, too much into them so far yet, but So Everstar is being developed by Psychosorted, which has staff members from a bunch of other game companies like EA Bioware and Blizzard. Um, they're targeting PC, PS4, and Xbox One. It's a 3D action RPG. You can watch the video. They need. I hate it when Kickstarters do this. Anna, because next to the mic, please. Oh. I hate it when Kickstarters do this because telling me that these people worked at EA and Bioware and whatever, I don't care where they worked. I care how much experience they have in what they're doing now. This is the no, biggest, it's true. They could have been the guy who got the coffee. This is the big issue that I have with Phoenix it. Online, where it turns out the guy that worked at Rockstar was the guy who got everybody coffee. All right. Well, Anna, how about this? <laughs> they, they need $850,000 to fund this game. But if they get over a million, they'll make a female version of the main character. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not a hot <laughs> issue that they should have avoided, like the plague. <laughs> No, I just think it's funny that they need a million dollars to do it. Well, I mean, it, it, Ubisoft yeah. has taught us it's expensive to model those females. <laughs> yeah, because they, they walk all weird, and then there's less jiggle phys- physics. <laughs> we did like three different... <laughs> we have animate hair. Oh, it's terrible. We... Yeah, we don't have any middleware. So like you know what someone needs to do? Someone needs to make like a joke uh, third-party pipe uh, system to, for uh, like Speed Tree, called like Speed Woman. Speed Woman? <laughs> Speed woman. <laughs> Give us your male model, and we'll turn it into a female model. Just no, the, the position right generates like women physics or f- and female animations. Um, there is something Speed that woman. there is middleware that creates male and female physics. Fast lady. Let's just call it cougar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Spellbind Studios is also putting out one that they're putting out the one called Rogue Wizards. So here you go. Anna, these people are from EA, Blizzard, and Activision. <laughs> it's in, in, in defense of the Kickstarters, they do specify more about what they did at the company. It just doesn't work well when you list it in news, news stories. <laughs> it's a fantasy roguelike <laughs> RPG for iOS, Android, PC, and Mac. 
So this is a lower spec um, thing, and they only need 70000 So you can watch the video for that and check it out and see what you think. Back it or don't back it. The choice is yours. We do not um, recommend or endorse. We just uh, inform. Right? Mm-hmm. All right? Yep. Let's see. Robo Noodle. Again? Yep. You need a new thing with a different chipset. Like, we have similar iMacs. If, like, I use a Logitech headset, and it doesn't do that. I used to use a Microsoft headset, and the chipset would interfere with the Apple. Log- what whatever. headset do I even have? I have a Dynex headset. Yeah, it's probably just the chipset stuff. It's okay, they're playing. We're having a cat battle on the floor right now. You should film it. I, I can. I gotta do this podcast. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like cat Wait, battles. Use your iPhone 6 slow motion camera. Yes, do it! Okay. <laughs> we have a review of Atelier Lily. This is an old Atelier game from the PS2. You can go see what Michael Baker thought of that. We have... Let's see. Oh, I just did that. Okay. We have Atelier Shally coming west in 2015. Oh, I, I see what we did there. That's good timing. <laughs> Let's see, that's going to be coming out PS3 in Europe and North America in 2015. It is the third game in the Dusk storyline. So, there you go. And we have a Harvest Moon, the Lost Valley trailer. <laughs> Anna Marie, anything you want to tell us about this? Um, hey, it got announced. We finally announced the um, publisher for Europe. What is it? It's um, Bergsala Lightweight. I don't know what that is. Well, you probably know. Do they make books? uh, No. They are a large company that is half in Norway and half in Japan. Bergsala is in Norway and Lightweight's in Japan. Sweden. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) You're a failure. You're going to fail. I'm going to get this wrong. Fail. That's okay. For the longest time, I was calling them Bergala Lightweight. and I had to go and change all my posts. But it's okay. They're partnering with Rising Star Games. Yes. (laughs) You probably but know okay. their partner better than them, Rising Star Games. <laughs> so wh- what's Bergala doing? Bergsala's the publisher. But then what's Rising Star doing? Marketing. Yes. <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> so Bergsala's, Bergsala's putting the money up and Rising Star's doing the work? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Anna so wouldn't be wouldn't be party to that. Bergsala Lightweight is the publisher and rising star games is doing everything else okay that's the best way that i know how to explain it <laughs> it's like so rising star could do this so yeah, i don't know why they're, they're not i don't know they can't <laughs> rising this is not the first time that they've done this okay this has actually been going on for a few years they've been doing this like with all the hello kitty games and with bergsala lightweight yeah okay so bergsala lightweight is not a new company okay so anyways so that's what's going on in europe uh when's it come out here uh, November 4th. All right. When's it come out in Europe? Q1. Q1. 2015. And you watch the trailer now and see people building windmills. And there's a European trailer, which yeah. is different from the launch trailer. Wait, where do you find the European trailer? On the Rising Star Games website or oh. the Rising that, Star that Games That's the one YouTube in the story. Channel. Oh, that's what I'm looking at is the Rising Star, tra- uh, is the European trailer? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Sorry, that might have been a little confusing you didn't film for it. newsies. Anna, you didn't film it. No. You have a capture unit. Why didn't you film it? Because that was the European trailer. Someone okay. in Europe filmed it. Oh, I see. Because they needed someone to say... Sp- With European sensibilities. Uh, no, they needed someone to sprechen Deutsch over it. <laughs> right. Ah, sprechen Deutsch. Deutsch. Yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen oh. gets a Game of the Year edition. Okay. Oh, what, what Manny? I was going to ask if we did feedback. Did we skip feedback? We did. Sorry. 
Okay. There was no feedback. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Nobody likes You've been hanging us. out with Anna too much. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Final Fantasy XIV gets a Game of the Year edition. Um, f- how does this work? It's called Game of the Year edition. You get an in-game weapon, the Book of Diamonds. What? No, it, it resembles the Book of Diamonds. Okay. It uh, comes with five art cards. It has a 60-day digital time card on top of the standard 30-day card, which is... Get, if you can't add, that's 90 days of playtime that comes with this Game of the Year edition, which actually makes it, if you are scared of an MMO taking over your life, you can actually view this as just buying the game, playing it as much as you want. When your three months is up, you're done. You move on. Um, let's see. It's out November 14th and is only available for the PC version. PC. Ha <laughs> ha. And the, uh, the Book of Ice stuff seems to be tying into their uh, upcoming patch, which is Dreams of Ice, which I guess is coming out later this month October 28th which will include the rogue and ninja job so do they which have the ninja rogue info looks cards? so fun oh. I'm excited to try the rogue the rogue okay let's see we got a currents that went up this week let's see what was in the currents some cool game music from Final Fantasy 6 um, nice remix we got Smash Brothers on PS Vita opinion piece or something going on there yeah, there's a big petition going on to put Smash on the Vita. That's not happening, though. Of course it isn't. <laughs> Final Fantasy 13 hidden content? Really? Yeah, oh. there was a bunch of um, artwork that didn't get used. Okay. Mm. Oh, nice. And, yeah, that's 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 the current. Go check that out. Uh, we have a story up about Heaven's Word, which is the 14 expansion we talked about on the podcast last week. So if you want a refresher on that, we've got that up on the site. You can check it out. Sin Megami Tensei 4 is coming out very soon in Europe, October 30th, actually. Uh, Yay. It's uh, going to be a digital download for 19 euros or 18 pounds. And there'll be DLC as well, because you want to pay more, right? Agress Zero is out on Android. I don't know why yeah. it's Android, not yeah. iOS, but it's out on Android <laughs> on the Google Play Store, like right now. And It'll probably be on iOS in a couple of months. Yeah. That's, that's the- how the previous one worked. You know what it is? It's probably like a soft launch of some sort. Because they're a Japanese company, right? Is it Agrest? It joins the first game in the series, oh, yes. Record of Agrest War, on the platform, which was also released on iOS a few months after its Android release. So yeah, you're right. No, I think it's Ghostlight that's handling it in North America. No, Ghostlight, Ghostlight isn't doing the mobile versions. That's oh, a different okay. company. Hyper Devbox Japan. Yep. The reason why I bring that up, though, is because like in Japan, um, iOS is king. Like I, I was listening recently to someone talking about like an analyst, like the top like twenty of the like the top twenty smartphones, the first like seventeen are all iPhones. Nice. And they're like talking about like and like that's like breaking down by like color skewed. And like even when you break it down that far, it's like Samsung is like number like tw- then again maybe it's just a that's a Korean And then we thing. have another review that was posted this week, and Alex, I just have to ask you, what the heck is Lauren the Amazon Princess? <laughs> it's a random visual novel RPG hybrid that I found when I was bored. <laughs> is it any good? Is this on this new series? Yeah, it was quite good. Playdom? Yeah. Is it on Playdom? So, no, it's on Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a random sort of indie company. It does a lot of visual novels, and this was had RPG stuff in it, so I thought I'd try it out, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's primarily visual novel though, so lots of clicking. Okay. 
Uh, we have an update on what's coming with the Persona Q Premium and Limited Editions. Um, actually, we already know what's coming with that stuff, but they finally released the final versions of that, so there's pictures. We don't have them on the site yet. Um, oh, I probably can't be bothered to post the pictures, but they will post the two new videos that were... Yeah, so there's a Ken and an Auto video. Um, yeah, I think that one's old. It's the, I think, Yukari and Teddy. Cool. Which I think is the last two. I don't think there's any more characters to go. <laughs> They're out of characters. <laughs> uh, oh, OC. Let's see. Disgaea 5 is having a contest to take suggestions for character names. But only in Japan. Yeah, only in Japan. <laughs> so I shouldn't have read that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're listening to this podcast in Japan. You could be. Yeah, you Let's never know. See. There is a release date for Costume Quest 2 on PS3 and PS4. That will be out. That'll be out on Tuesday, I think. Yep. We've already we got it on PC. We might play it for our extra life. Yeah. Mewtwo is coming to Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Pokemon fans, it's coming to the Wii U version. Oh, for both, it's actually coming to both versions as DLC. Sorry. Yes. Next year. Alright. Um, and then there's lots of other Smash Brothers news. I don't think we're covering that on this show, right? Mm, no. no. Let's see. What else we got? Eight-player Smash Brothers. More Smash Brothers. How your amiibo levels up in Smash Brothers. Man, there's a lot of Smash Brothers news. I don't know if you guys knew this. All the Smash Brothers news. Manny, what have we been missing news so far? Oh, no. I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yay, Manny. Let's see. Shoot. Here. Oh. Wow. Yes. Okay. What? Good. Um, all right. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Somebody talk about something. Come on. I'm playing hearts right now. I finally found out how to use my rage. Wait. Yay. Wait, what? I released my rage. No, no, hold on. What? What? Somebody what? made a Wu Tang Clan mashup with Final Fantasy VI. Huh? I don't somebody even makes some, know. Somebody makes everything to celebrate Final Fantasy VI's um, anniversary. Oh, is that what the video is in Currents? No, this is a different one. Okay. I um, I will listen to that. <laughs> Let's mark that. You will listen. And I you will listen like to that. I need to figure out how to favorite something on this stupid site. Um. Bookmark it and yeah. No. All right. Uh, what else we got? We've got Dark Souls PCs making the jump from games to for Windows Live to to Steam. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, we nobody cares. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the, Sorry, playing parts. Oh. There's more Mega Evolutions for Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Steelix and Glally. Glally? I don't know. So those are getting Mega Evolutions, just so you know. Um, Additionally, the... uh... Wow. Jerks. Sorry, I just saw this story about Gabe Newell getting a death threat. No, You just heard about this? um, No, that the guy stepped down who gave him the death threat. Yeah, of course he did. Okay, anyway, um, what was I going to say? So the the demo for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire or whatever it is, that's out now. Um, how do you get the demo? You either buy Pokemon Art Academy and you get a code. 
um, for it. Now, if you had been... Or is it only download? If you had been... If um, you were on the mailing list like we told you last week, you get a code. I've got my code. Did you sign up, Anna? No. Because I knew I'd buy a game. All right. And if you buy Pokemon TCG on GBA, apparently you can get a code. Um, TCG was GBC. Whatever. On TCG. All right. If you buy Pokemon TCG on Virtual Console for 3DS. Do we cover Hyrule Warriors? Yeah. They're getting support for the Amiibo figures. Yay. I don't know. What's it going to do? Doesn't say. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> Metallica's going to close out BlizzCon. Manny, you going to BlizzCon? Manny. Manny? Manny? What's up? Are you going to BlizzCon? Uh, I don't know. Sure. Metallica's playing. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Doesn't seem to care. Let's see. Camp Pokemon? What? Anna, there's an iOS Pokemon game called Camp Pokemon. Yeah, you haven't heard of it? No. How come you haven't downloaded this yet? Because um, it didn't look that interesting. It's a children's game. But you're children. This guy's going to shoot the moon. I don't like it. <laughs> Are you playing hearts? Yes. I only <laughs> said it like three times. Sorry. Way to pay attention. Oh. But don't... Do you have a Wii U, Sarah? No, I just have a Wii. Well, you should get a Wii U in Mario Kart 8, and then you can get uh, DLC and get Mario in a Tanuki suit. That is amazing. Isn't that a good cho- choice of uh, how to spend your money? <laughs> Besides rent or food? Yeah, totally. Hmm. Wait, what is this about Metallica? Someone said Metallica something. They're playing BlizzCon. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't goodness. paying attention Welcome to anything to anybody was saying. Five minutes oh, they are playing BlizzCon. They are the oh. closing act. I guess. Are you got, oh, it's yeah. better than Blink-182. <laughs> depends on your tastes. I like okay. both of those. Bands. No, it's the okay. truth. It depends on your taste, right? I don't know Music is such a personal the, thing. I never heard anything good from the Blink-182 concert for last year. That's all. I like Blink-182. Mm. Right. But I didn't hear the concert last year. So You know what I love? That video games are finally like reaching that kind of level of... like. Of yeah. that broad level of appeal, like music, where a game that could sounds like absolute trash to me can be your dream game. Yeah, I love that. No matter what your niche is, there's a game out there for you. Man, let me tell you, there's like two or three people on the forums that are like, I don't know what your malfunction is, pause, but Stella Deuce is amazing, and I'm like, hmm. And all you have to say is, hey, I'm not that big of a fan of Blink 182. <laughs> That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. And you know, even if you like a particular artist or a franchise, it's okay not to like Utada's uh, English language album. It's the same. Games have become that, and I love that. As like long when as you games were like smaller Nickelback. and narrow, and it really was the small gamer community. You're not allowed to like Nickelback. We all <laughs> jumped from Nickelback, and that was the worst band ever in the history. I would say you can say that, but there are plenty of people who play Angry Birds on the yeah. toilet and are totally. Anna happy. likes Nickelback. Why? Well, they are a Canadian band, so yeah, I understand that. No, no, I get it's fine though. Just like the gaming equivalent of Nickelback is probably like Angry Birds or Candy Crush. You know, the I game that gets oh, Candy Crush. Oh, I wouldn't say that. And so many people no, for like gamers. Candy Crush. I'm talking about for like core gamers. There was like a I game know, that's easy I'm for them to. I'm saying I wouldn't say that. Then what I... game would you say? I'm not sure, but I wouldn't do like Candy Crush. I'd do something. I don't know. Some really, really horrible game that no one likes to play. No, but that's the thing, though. People do like Nickelback music. Yeah, like five, five people. Really? They that that why they sell out to stadium arenas? 
Yeah. The five people buy all the tickets. See, that's the thing, though. Like, you're being like this... But come on, like, for goodness sakes, you like bleach. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of the most popular animes. For, like, for someone who's not into anime at all, bleach looks like... I, I can't even describe what bleach looks like. <laughs> like Better than uh, Naruto, probably, if you're not into anime. No, it looks they look identical. I can't tell the difference. Uh-huh. Really? I, I like anime. I can't tell the difference either. <laughs> that's not the sort of anime I watch so <laughs> there's a bird taking a bath right in front of my window you should take a picture of it I can't move he'll see me oh he's such a messy bird don't splash it on the window <laughs> such a messy bird such a stupid bird no he's fine I like that we leave a little uh, we leave a little uh, bowl of water out on the balcony for squirrels to drink and for, for birds to drink. But now there's a couple of birds who come by and take baths in it and they jump in and they start splashing their wings like little kids as hard as they can. It's like, that's for that's drinking. That's so cute. It. It's not for... It's, you know, at some point we should actually refill our bird bath. Has it snowed there yet? No. Is it supposed to snow there soon? Yeah. Um, no anyway. later than Halloween, I think they said. You know, that's what I'm learning, though. It's like everyone has their nickel back, no matter what it is. Everyone has their nickel back. You all have your nickel back. <laughs> that's but, funny. And the funny thing is, you don't even know that it's a nickel back until someone you know who's – who for someone who's like outside of your out of your like culture bubble looks at you and goes, oh, what is that? Like you didn't know like for Bleach was your nickel back <laughs> or something like that. Bleach is not my nickel back. Okay, I know music and I know rock and I know alter- alternative. Ooh, nickel how's back. this – Oh, okay, go is ahead. not. You can't even. Like you, you have to compare it with someone it. who can't see it. You can't. You see have it. That's to compare the, it with thing. someone who watches anime. So if someone who watches anime and knows anime says Bleach is a horrible show, I would more likely take their opinion than someone who doesn't know anime or doesn't watch anime and then calls that's Bleach. Not- that's totally show. fine, but then you have to well, yeah, that's finding watch sources anime that you can trust. Just thinks the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, Sarah, you're just finding people who share your opinions and using I'm their value judgments. I'm finding people who know yeah. what they're talking about, as opposed to people who don't. It's even... not what they're talking about. It's talk meaning they feel the same about things that you do. Well, that's if someone why people watch like anime, certain reviewers, fine, right? But you can't judge a show that you don't watch or you never really. Well, sure, yeah. you can. It's yeah, easy to judge can. something. Yeah, I always say. You can't I say like, oh, this is a terrible show say, and then never watch it. I always take exception to people saying you can't like, you can't judge a game or you can't judge a book or you can't judge a show unless you watch every single episode or read the book. But like, there is more that's content on the planet. Like, no, there is more content on the planet like than fun. you have time to watch in your lifetime. Man, if I had popcorn, I'd be eating it right now. Yeah, you need to be able to, to. You need to be able to quickly say, you know what, that probably doesn't appeal to me. And if you know what, and if it did and you missed out on it. Oh, well, life is short. You're going to die. You're going to rot soon. Who cares if you miss out on one show? It's not that big of a deal. But you don't understand. I don't know what happens to the ponies. <laughs> I, think it's, like, I think it's totally viable for someone to, like, say Final Fantasy XIII does get good after several hours. If you don't want to spend those several hours waiting for it to get good, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't I'm, care if this series gets good after season one. I'm not going to sit here and watch all of season one. <laughs> well, just skip season one and watch the good part. Or yeah, right. watch it at all and do something, anything else with your life. <laughs> well, okay, sure. Right, sure. 
that doesn't stop season two from being good and you might like yeah, it. Yeah, but it also doesn't mean you have to care either. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, why can't you skip the bad part and just get to the good part? Oh, you little... What? I didn't kill the monk in time and he started rezzing people. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, fine. Here we go. Um, here's, 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 how about this for casting? Okay. Steve, uh, Steve Jobs will be played by Christian Bale in the upcoming movie about Steve Jobs. Sure. There's going to be another movie. There's going to be another Jobs? one. Yes. Why not? Why wouldn't there be? D- isn't Christian Bale like an appropriate, like this guy is not that likable, but he's popular. No, no, no. Christian Bale is actually a really decent guy. He just had a bad day and that happens to be recorded on video. Oh, Okay. Well, now we're going to report him, record him on video having lots of bad days, apparently. No, like, like, like we, we, I think we, we like to typecast people based on this. But, like, how many times have one, has one of us gone to a bank and gotten angry or testy with a teller who didn't deserve it? Or oh, I did it at a GameStop. Thing. And, you know, and you look back on it and if someone showed you a video of you doing that, you'd be like, oh, my God. I can't believe I did that. What oh, a I'm ashamed of it. Yeah. It, but it just happens with celebrities that that becomes the meme and that's all that person ever is, mm-hmm. you know? Like, did you know, like, like, legitimately, I'm not, I'm not even a big Christian Bale fan, but do you know Christian Bale calls up kids with cancer? Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have, he doesn't publicize it. He doesn't do anything with it. And he just calls them up and, he's, and he talks to kids who are Batman fans and he just says, and has like a conversation with them to brighten their day. That's amazing. And oh, that's no cool. one would know about it. I think it's awesome. If, I don't understand how they know about it. The only reason, because the family of one of the people he were calling, like recorded and like on their iPad at the time. Ah, cool. Because they were so excited that Christian Bale was calling their sick kid. Oh. And that's the only reason why anybody knows about it. And apparently he does it all the time. <laughs> so. I'm, Manny, I'm sorry. I'm so cynical. I, I can't help but think that he just has a You know what? Publicist. Even if it is cynical for PR, it still made that kid's day. You're right. You are right. David Hasselhoff does a lot of charity work like that, too. Oh, and you would know, Sarah. I would. The premier David Hasselhoff's fan site on the internet. It's been alive for 16 years. Where where do people go to see your David Hasselhoff fan site? David Hasselhoff. dhasselhoff.net. Oh, Noodle, you just reminded me. Uh, what? Okay, so I was playing South Park, and every building you can think of is in that game. So I went to Thomas Rhinoplasty. You and did? Course, and of course, on the wall, who's on the wall was is Thomas Rhinoplasty. Picture? You nice. could even get a nose job, and you could call it the Hoff. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, there's a great uh, Chris. We don't know. There's a great episode of South Park where Mr. Garrison gets a <laughs> gets plastic gets a nose job, and he looks like David Hasselhoff. Yeah, his head is just the, David Hasselhoff's face <laughs> yeah. from the nose job. <laughs> yeah, from the nose job, and they're like, "Oh, Mr. Garrison, you're so pretty." Want to become a dolphin? No, that was uh, that was his. That's that a different was, one. Uh, Stan, no, that was Kyle's dad. Yeah, Kyle's dad wanted to be a dolphin. Which is funny because I walked past him raking some leaves and he goes, haven't you ever wanted to be a dolphin? You know, he's sort of fine, swimming free in the ocean without a care in the world. And then he sighs and goes back to raking leaves. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Wow. All right. That's all I got for news, guys. (laughs) So let's, uh, let's, let's talk about what's coming out in the next week. All right. So first off, we've got... Our update for console and handheld digital stores. I'm still trying to figure out how to do this right. All right. So, yeah, we already covered that and that. So, sales and price cuts. Here we go. Demon Souls on sale for 14 bucks, Or if you're on PlayStation Plus, it's under 10 Tales of Graces F and Plus Tales of Exilia 
on PS3, 30 bucks. If you're PS Plus, it's 15. When is this? This is now? I don't remember seeing this bundle when I was looking through the store yesterday. Yeah. Oh, the problem is that's what, that's what it says in the blog. That's a great <laughs> Tales bundle. That's insane. If you're PS Plus, you get so much RPG for $15 there. All right, Tales of Symphonia Chronicles on PS3 for $17, or if you're PS Plus, it's about 10 bucks. But I don't know if that one's worth it. I didn't hear good things about that one. And... Um, well, the first game's very good. Mm. <gasps> Did you hear this? Um, micro- Amazon is taking like a $170 million loss on the Kindle Fire Phone. Are you Ouch. serious? That hurts. Gigantic flop. That hurts. Uh, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> people tend to want... I think people tend to want a phone that's more... More than so, a more than a terminal for Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's like a well known like OS or something that has a lot of. It's just accepted a lot of places and a lot of companies have their apps on it. And it's not AT and T only. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple of little quick news bits. Uh, Broken Age yeah. is uh, half off, like everywhere you can buy it, including on iOS slash Android. It's fifty percent uh, off until the end of October. So if you want to get on episode one for like five to like a ten dollars, depending on the version, you can totally do that. It's also the tenth anniversary of the release of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So they're doing a um, upgraded visual version. Yeah, uh, a new version's coming to three hundred and sixty. There's also price drops on all the iOS, Android, Amazon Fire versions. If you want to get uh, the GTA trilogy for like two or three bucks, those are pretty decent ports too, and they have full controller support. And if you have a uh, an Android TV. We I don't know. We didn't talk about these. Oh, we gotta do that later. But uh, <laughs> you have an Android TV. You could totally play it on your big screen TV with a controller. Um, are you guys familiar with the Android TV at all, or the nope. or the Nexus Nine or anything like that? So you know how the Kim I've heard of uh, it. the Amazon. Hmm? Oh, you say oh, if yeah. you guys remember with the Amazon Fire TV where it plays games as well as like the full game app yeah, store. Yeah, and nobody like, likes the controller. Yeah, but uh. Amazon jumped in on that. Not Amazon. Google jumped in on that. And now they released a a set-top box with their new Android TV software, which is not like Chromecast where you need an app to do it. It's just – you can – it's a full-on – like imagine Apple TV but from Google, full app store. You can download like all your Hulu Plus, HBO Go, Netflix, Amazon Prime, you name it, plus games. And they're even selling like a third-party controller from I think Logitech. So you can play games like um, uh, Deus Ex Icarus Effect. Remember Agrist. that type? What's up? Um... Agris? Yeah, you can play Agris <laughs> in your controller. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the only reason why I bring it up, though, is because I know there are people who are interested in, t- in mobile gaming, or at least some aspects of mobile gaming, but don't want necessarily want to buy an expensive tablet to do it or have a phone that can do it. But if you're interested in, like, in a $99 set-top streaming box... Um, you can totally stream all your shows, all your movies, and still have access to the full Google Play App Store and a lot of a lot of Google Play games do su- natively support controllers. All right. So I have a question about this. What did they announce anything about new Nexuses? They did. They announced the Nexus Six. Nexus which Six, which is based off the Moto X design, and it's a it's a five point nine inch Nexus device. Did they so update the, the specs on the older Nexuses? No, the old Nexus. I think uh, the old Nexus Five is still the same old Nexus Five. What about the Nexus Seven? Is it like? 
Okay. Nexus 7 is being sold, but it's just they've kind of just left that by the wayside because they've replaced it with the Nexus 9, which is – or is it Nexus 8? Oh, it's no, somewhere nine. in between. Yeah, it's 9. Okay, 9. So it's it's like this midway point between the old Nexus 10-inch tablet and the old Nexus 7-inch tablet. They said, forget those two. Ooh. Let's do something in the middle. And this new one is like lighter okay. than the other ones, more powerful. Oh, wow. So it looks all like these Nexus, yeah. All these Nexus the ne- actually be made by different companies. Yeah, yeah, they've got the Nexus 9 from HTC. They've got the 6 from Motorola, which I guess yeah. is owned by Google. Or are they spinning that yeah. back out? Um, I think they still own it, but... I have yeah. no idea about any of that. So is it like the Nexi? Is that the plural yeah. of Nexuses? Nexuses is, is what I like to say. And then we've got the Nexus 5. I think the older that's ones haven't phone, really been right? updated. Yeah, the I think that that's LG. That's a phone. Yeah. And then the Nexus player that Manny was just talking about. Yeah. It's a hockey puck. It is, a little hockey puck. It's an actual hockey puck. I'm like the, the Apple TV quote-unquote hockey puck that wasn't circular, right? Wasn't an Apple I, TV kind of squarish with rounded corners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. I mean, I, I, I think that the... Um, Manny, the controller is made by Asus. Oh, is it? But but it's just a standard... It's standard blue, any standard Bluetooth controller will work. I'm pretty sure you can hook up like okay. a PlayStation well, that, 3 Okay, well, I'm just talking talk about the one they're showing on the page. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wrong. Yeah, okay. Asus. Um, A lot of people are kind of disappointed that their their big focus was the Nexus 9 and the 6. Because I, a lot of people are sad that you know you don't necessarily want like, a pro- yeah, that's why the Nexus Seven is dead because <laughs> you can because you, you can have a, like a six-inch phone or a nine-inch tablet. Well, the six is also a phone. Yeah. Okay. So the five and six are both phones. Yes. Yeah. So it's like six or six plus. Well, they're different companies, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, and the five has I don't think it's been updated since last year. Oh really? Yeah, I think I think oh. is it the four. It's the new one. Which one's the four? No, I'm I'm on their Nexus page. It's nine six five player. Uh-huh. Okay, Nexus four was before five. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't be sure anymore because people reuse numbers, and this year these numbers are new, and this year these numbers are new. It's so nice. Oh, and um, Google is <laughs> subsidizing their products as heavily as they used to. Okay, so I want a Nexus nine. How much does this crap cost me? Pre- available for pre-order. Google Play. Da, 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 16 gig Wi-Fi only four hundred dollars. They're not hot. Yeah, they stopped subsidizing their like one of the reasons people used to say get an Nexus Five over an iPhone is because the Nexus Five was. Well, this is for the tablet though. Oh, I'm just saying that I, I think as a general policy, they're not subsidizing their products as heavily. I the think Nexus they feel like Sevens they used to be like under two hundred dollars. Yeah, they're, they're not subsidizing as heavily anymore. Now they've got a nine and it's four. No. So, the Nexus Six is six hundred and fifty bucks. Listen, I still want a cheap. Android tablet that doesn't suck is the Nexus 7 from last year still my best choice? The Nexus 9 doesn't suck. It's a really good tablet. No, but it's but $400. I yeah. I want a sub $200 tablet. What can I get? Uh, from a third-party developer. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a third-party OEM. All right. I wonder which one. Yeah. I need the suggestions, folks. Well, well uh, Alex, fire, you're an Android really. guy, right? Can I hack the fire? Uh, like, oh, I've got a tablet, but it's ages. I, I think. Put a naked girl on the. Get an Asus tablet, maybe. Yeah. I put yeah. down a naked girl. Cool. If you ask me, I'll have to be able to check at work because my actual job involves the database of these things. So. What the heck? Yeah. Why so I'm just saying though, the Nexus Six seems like a, a. If you like the Moto X is getting rave reviews, so if you want a big Moto X with a pure Android with a with pure Android on there, 
I mean, the Nexus 6 seems like the way to go. It might be too big for some people. It, like, it's not that much smaller than the old Nexus 7 tablet. It seems like a, a good way to go if you have $650. Like, I, I don't have $650. Is, is that these phones actually cost what, they're, what, what they cost for a reason. So, you know. Well, I mean, that Nexus you're talking about for 650 is unlocked. Yeah. Yeah, Unlocked. that that's important to notice. Unsub- Sarah, you do have a six hundred fifty dollars phone. You just didn't pay six hundred fifty dollars for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You just paid a lot of money for the plan instead. Yep, yep. and that's and that's why Google is like. They, I figure if Google says, you know, we're taking a loss on these for no reason. People will buy these anyway. That's not. That's, we don't need to subsidize Google Play anymore. It's a good mm. service. I only pay like fifty dollars. Dollars. Hmm? What was that, Alex? Yeah. It's actually the off-prices that will subsidize it, but they'll make it all back in the um, plan fees. Yeah. Basically. So that's the people say we're too iOS-centric. I like to point out that I, I think Android is – at this point, Android and iOS, take your pick. You're going to get like pretty much an equivalent experience. It just depends what you want. And there's some cool new products. And at this point, I'd probably recommend an Android TV I mean the the Nexus Player over Apple TV because the Apple TV is using really old chipset and old hardware hasn't been updated. It can't. People are can't, shocked it didn't get updated with the phones. I keep on hearing that the that the Apple TV events gonna happen in the spring. We're just gonna have we're just gonna be like the equivalent of the Amazon Fire TV and the Nexus Player. It's gonna get an app store with games and controller support and all that stuff. I keep on hearing spring for that. But in the meantime, the obvious buy is. Get a Nexus Player. It's $99. It does everything an Apple TV does. Plus, you get to install any app you want to on it and get a lot more functionality. Seems like the way to go. Oh, Manny, which, you should be in sales. Speaking of which, I want to know, did any of you try it out or bought or interested in the in the Vita TV or the PlayStation TV as it's called? We picked we up the Vita TV. It. We yep. were going to oh. stream with it this weekend. Yeah, but our streaming hardware died. So have you guys it's- talked about it yet? No, because no, we have. We just got it this week. Oh, so what? Are you, any okay. initial impressions on anything? I, I do have initial impressions, actually. I'm I would love to hear. Reminded me. Um, okay. And thank you, Noodle. I should totally be in sales. Let us let, let <laughs> let's dissect what the PlayStation TV is and what it isn't. Okay, good. I'm glad you brought this up because there were some misconceptions among people where people thought it was the equivalent or like uh, on unpo- or maybe like competing feature set with an Apple TV or a Nexus player or an no, Amazon Fire TV not, where it was... This is a very different those. piece of hardware. Yes, so here's what wa- the Vita TV, the out. PlayStation TV is. For $99, you are getting a PlayStation Vita that has no display and can be hooked up to a television. It can output in 480p or 720p. No, yes, yes, yes. That's it. You can play your Vita game. You can play compatible Vita games on it. Which can, is to say, Vita games that do not rely on the shtick of the Vita. Yeah, the touchscreen or the back panel. Yeah, they have to be compat- They have to be added to a list, and or patched, to to work. So it's the odd situation has come up where Disgaea Four works, but Disgaea Three does not. And I don't think that's because of any weird issues. I think it's just because NIS America has not decided to get um, Three qualified for it or something. It's Sony who decides. Okay. Well, I mean, everything goes onto a list, and Sony picks what they want off the list. Well, well, as far as I know, list. the way that it works. All right. Well, if there's any patching involved, the publisher probably has to get involved for mm-hmm. that. That's Sony. Really? Even if you're patching in the ability to avoid features? That's oh. a Sony change. Okay. 
Whatever. Oh, I think it does do 1080i. I just checked. It does You're do right. 1080i. It does 1080i. Um, I haven't hooked it up to something that can do 1080i. Good call. Um, okay. So you have this. It'll play Vita games. It'll play PlayStation 1 games mm-hmm. and PSP games. Not PS2 games, right? Not PS2 games. It'll play okay. pretty much any PS1 or PS, um, PSP game that's on the store. Mm-hmm. So that the compatibility list is much wider with that. I think that, to the point where it may actually do all of them. I don't know for 100% certain that it does all of them, but it, it, I don't, I haven't found one that it doesn't do, but that's not why I got it. <laughs> um, the Vita list that it's not compatible with everything is very disappointing. Um, I hope they get that list better. Um, it worked with most of the games I needed it to work with, but not all, um, or that I wanted it to work with, but not all. Um, the, it doesn't have like. Some sort of dedicated HD Hulu app or Netflix app or anything yeah. like that. I it was is, I was is, a little shocked when I saw that because I, I thought it was going to be, you know, like everyone's Sony's think, version of the set-top box. What I haven't tried is running the Vita version of that app to see if that works. Um, Does it might. have um like what about their core streaming service? I thought this was like going to be their entry to get people to like really start using their their streaming like the Sony's like family of. There is there is a uh, PlayStation Now thing that I could have put on and started trying to stream stuff, but I didn't want to pay anything for PlayStation Now right now. <laughs> but yes, they've got PlayStation Now on there, so you can do the streaming with that. Um, the other thing that you get a PlayStation TV for is to do remote play of your um, PS4. Not so this like PS3. to use it as a relay in the house if you don't want to have PS4, multiple PS4s for multiple TVs. Right. The problem is the compression is pretty high. Um, it's pretty noticeable that you're doing remote play. And unlike on the Vita where it's a smaller screen and it doesn't look and that, so yeah. bad. And it hides that. The, yeah, the, the Vita kind of hides it a bit with the PlayStation TV, which, by the way, has a weird, strange little black border around the entire thing. Which I don't Because understand. it has like it has a weird aspect ratio yeah. that's not exactly like... No, it's not 16 by 9. No. Um, so you can stream, and I was streaming Shadow of Mordor, and it worked. Um, I would say it plays better on the PlayStation on the PlayStation TV than it does on the Vita because the uh, the way it maps uh, for for <laughs> Shadow of Mordor in particular because of how it maps the R two button. Um, so it's like the touchpad, you have to like slide it or something. On the on the Vita, you have to tap the upper part of the back touchpad to yeah, activate the R two button, which is awful. Painful. Yeah, it's awful. On the like... on the PlayStation TV, well, we got the one that comes with a PS3 controller because we actually needed another PS3 controller because ours got stolen in that robbery. So mm-hmm. we actually, it pairs up just fine with the PlayStation TV. And so Shadow of Mortar plays identically to the PS4 version, just you know on a PS3 controller instead of on a PS4 controller. So that works really well. Um, but the visual quality was definitely, in my opinion, lacking. It was compressed. You know, the colors weren't the color dynamic range wasn't quite there. And it, you know, I could tell I was playing it streaming. You know, and you want it to be almost imperceptible, and it was not. It was very perceptible that I was I was playing a lesser version of the game, so I could play in the other room. Um, additionally, this is streamed, and there's some lag here. Um, it wasn't terrible lag or anything, but I could feel the lag with the camera when when I'm spinning the camera around a little, and. Um, so it just made me think that, you know, I don't know about a twitchy action game being being so great on here. Um, but ultimately, Shadow Mordor was okay um, because that's a game where you can stealth up and kill people from behind. So you can, you can work around the lag by playing well. Um, other games might be a problem. I didn't pl- try it out with that many games. Um, 
so that that's where I'm at with the, with the with the whole thing right now. That you know, I tried the things out. It, there's some definitely limitations over what can play, but. Uh, when it comes down to it, if you want to get PlayStation out to HDMI or a Vita out to HDMI, this is the way to do it. However, the Vita TV or the PlayStation TV has HDCP on it, so you need to do you need to use something that can remove HDCP when you want to put it out to uh, um, streaming hardware. So you need to like buy some sort of HDMI splitter or something before you'll be able to stream with the thing. It won't stream. That's out of high the box. definition copy protection, right? Yeah, it won't just stream out of the box with your Elgato, you know. So let me ask you this. Who do you think should buy – like if you ask me who should buy a Nexus player or an Amazon TV or an Apple TV, I can answer that question. But who do you think should buy a Vita TV? Like who's this for? who want to play Vita games but don't want to play on a handheld. OK. That, I really that's, think – That's all it is. I mean that's kind of the best situation is if you're, you're not playing over streaming but you are playing something you want to play and you're playing on your TV – because that's you know that's what it's about connecting to the TV and playing mm-hmm. something. Because there's better ways to do everything else you can do with this thing, right? That's interesting. That's interesting. Because at first, what I really thought what Sony was doing, I thought it was really clever, is that like, hey, look at look at Apple, look at all these other people, look at Roku with their little streaming boxes. We can do that. And guess what? You can also play video games on it. So they're trying to sell. I thought they were trying to get into more homes of gamers, well, you, and they're like, yeah, gamers will choose this thought, one. But that's not what they're doing. Yeah, and just so people know, um, just to give you some point of reference, I was playing with the place with the Vita TV plugged into wired Ethernet, wired gigabit. I was not going over the wireless. So okay, that's interesting. You know, I think it's going to be a lot more successful than the Vita TV is the Amazon, the Nexus player, and then the Apple TV that does apps. Because then I feel like those just normal people who just, who just want to stream Netflix or HBO Go will buy those things, and then they'll notice, like, oh, I can play games too using my phone as a controller, or I have an old controller lying around. I'll try it. And then I think it'll pick off like that, pick up like that, where people who might ne- – just like the way it picked up with tablets and phones, where people who aren't necessarily be the most hardcore gamers end up playing a lot of games on these devices because it's just there and it works okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, interesting though. So – I think that kind of – I was looking for like a set-top box that could that can do all these things for me, and it seems like it's not going to be the Vita TV. <laughs> Brandon is watching the show right now and commenting on how I'm hugging the leopard <laughs> and that I'm talking about PlayStation Vita with my head off the camera. Who cares? It's about what right, I am cool, playing, cool. right? Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, let's, so let's talk about what's coming out uh, this p- next week, uh, like I was going to try and get to earlier. Let's see. All right. Hey, that was a fun side sidestep. Oh, no, absolutely. Was no, was I wasn't good. complaining. All right. PlayStation 3 gets Costume Quest 2, SingStar Ultimate Party, and WWE 2K15. SingStar is free with play, paid DLC. Costume Quest 2 is 15 bucks. Uh, WWE, I guess, is full retail. PS, uh, or excuse me, 360 gets WWE 2K15. PlayStation 4 gets Costume Quest 2 for 15 Home, yeah. PS4 is getting home, I guess. I didn't realize. Oh, I th- wait! I thought you were talking about the old home system that they just shut down. I, I don't know. Am I? No. That's what it's <laughs> what it makes it sound like. I thought they shut down home. No, are, gone home is not gone home. No, home? it's not gone home listed here. It's just home. Hmm? So I don't know what's going on with that. They don't they don't give me any links in this article I use. So hmm. it's an uh, indie horror title, apparently. It's what an indie an indie horror, horror title. title. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good way to describe PlayStation Home. <laughs> oh, Except for the indie club. Like, yes, a horror title. <laughs> Lords of the Fallen for 60 bucks. SingStar Ultimate Party, same thing. Free to download. You have to pay for the content inside. The Unfinished Swan, 15 bucks. That's one where you have to paint the environment in to walk around, right? And then uh, WWE 2K15 comes out on that as well. Xbox One, also getting Lords of the Fallen. Sunset Overdrive comes out for the Xbox One this week. The Day One Edition and the Deluxe Edition are both out. 60 bucks or, or 80 bucks, depending if you're getting the Or you premium can get stuff. it with an Xbox. Yeah, a white oh, there a bundle? Xbox. Okay. Yeah, there's a white Xbox bundle. Xbox One, also getting WWE 2K15. And the Wii U gets Bayonetta 2 for 60 bucks. And Castlevania Aria of Shot Sorrows for 8 so bucks. So when you get Bayonetta 2, you get Bayonetta 1 as well. Um, I thought they st- are they actually doing that still? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bayonetta one and two. What was somebody? I thought they had cut something from Bayonetta two, and somebody was really upset about it. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Whoa! Everyone got really <laughs> quiet. Ah, okay. uh, well, right. just came. Not done. 3DS gets Big Hero Six Battle in the Bay for thirty bucks. I don't know what that is. Big Hero Six. What is that? It's the movie. Big it's, Hero 6? Yeah. It's the movie that everyone was... Oh, with the balloon guy? Got oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, got white. It's about a big hero. Noodle. Oh, 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 Robo Noodle. Yeah, people initially you're thought... You're killing me. ...that um, the movie had been very whitewashed because... Noodle, you're killing me. Um, you're killing me inside, Barbara. What am I doing? Robo oh, Noodle. You're, you're Robo Noodle. <laughs> I like how she thinks I'm just yelling at her for no reason. I know. That's, that's <laughs> the funny part. Like, stop I should just get a new headset one of these days. Yeah, yeah. Get the, the lot. Like, you and I have the same iMac. I, right. And the Logitech one never does it. That's why I had to buy a, a new. Uh, I'll send you the link for the one. Yeah, I send use. me a link to it. We're almost home, folks. All right. 3DS is getting Big Hero 6, based with the movie, I guess. Con- Castle Conquer EX for 4 bucks on eShop. I don't know what that is. Fantasy Life, which is 40 bucks. That's the level five title where Jimmy. I think we're covering that. Yes. The Korg DSN 12, which is a synthesizer title. It's $37. I don't know what's up with that. Pokemon Art Academy. It's out now. I'm going to pick that up for 30 bucks. I want to draw Pikachu. Saban's Power, Ran- <laughs> Saban's Power Rangers Super Mega Force for 30 bucks. Secret Journeys Cities of the World for 5 bucks on the eShop. Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. This is out now with 20 bucks on the eShop. Awesome soundtrack by Vert Jake Kaufman, who I adore all his soundtracks. Go get that on Bandcamp right now or uh, go get the game. Legend of Korra, a new era is out for 30 bucks on 3DS. Um, That's apparently an RPG. Okay. The other Legend of Korra game is on PSN and stuff and isn't all that good. Yeah, so the handheld, uh, there's a bunch of, this has been happening quite a bit lately where the handheld version is different from the console version. Yeah. And they can actually be two separate genres. Like the Transformers game was a TRPG. Well, who's making this Legend of Korra game? Um, I don't remember. I feel like I should know because I feel like it's someone that I know, no. Webfoot Technologies, in fact, is a developer. It's WayForward? Webfoot. Webfoot, okay. It's not WayForward, they just put out Shantae. Yeah, but they do a lot of stuff at any yeah. given time. So this uh, this 3DS game is published by Activision. So that already makes me not interested. Um, let's see. PS Vita gets Freedom Wars. What, oh, Yay. that's the one. That's the one where you're sentenced to a million years, and you got to do like Monster Hunter stuff to walk yep. off your your sentence. Um, that I played that multiplayer at E3. It was or was that PAX? It, it seemed okay. 
I'm interested in the review. Unfinished Swan, also coming to Vita. Tiny Troopers Joint Ops, out this week. On PC, we've got Daedalus, No Escape. Scara, The Blade Remains. Fabula Mortis, Lords of the Fallen. Mythos, The Beginning. Retro Pixel Castles. Scara, the, oh, that's a listed choice. And Zero Point. I don't know any of those, <laughs> those Steam games other than Lords of the Fallen. Sorry. I don't know any of those either. Looks like the big ones this week then are Bayonetta 2 and Sunset Overdrive. For RP gamers, it's definitely Costume Quest 2, but whatever. For Chris, it's Costume Quest. For RP gamers, it's Costume Quest. Uh, Thoughts of the Fallen could be. Fantasy Life? Okay. All right. Fine. Those uh, of the phone as well, I think. Might no, be. I'm. I don't know. Do we have a review uh, up of that? No, he doesn't I like don't. it because it's western. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I I have a bad feeling about that game. Yeah, well, it's not one that interests me, but I think there's quite a few people who. Uh, I I understand there's people who want it to be good. I just I'm worried they're going to be disappointed. We'll All see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, it, that we will. All right, so let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Anna Marie, what will you be playing this week? Um, well, today I am going to play King's Bounty, and I'm going to play Persona Three Portable, mm-hmm. and a lot of other stuff. And I'm probably going to play Hatful Boyfriend because uh-huh. that'll be fun to stream. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really the big plans that I have. I'm going to keep grinding away on Wasteland Two and um, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Um, and I'm really tempted to start to bust out Persona 3 The Answer and start working my way through that, actually, because Anna's been playing Persona 3 Portable, and it's it's made me want to get into some Persona action myself, and that's the one I haven't finished. Um, Alex, what are you going to be playing this week? I will play more Final Fantasy X, and then I will probably start playing Freedom Wars at some point, uh, whenever I am able to get it. Uh-huh. And then I'll probably go back into Final Fantasy XIV once the patch hits. Ah. What about you, Manny? South Park. South Park, all right. <laughs> and Sarah, finally. Finally. I'm going to try and get back into Final Fantasy XIV, catch up on some things. Been neglecting gamings. That's fine. So. All right, cool. And you're also going to be no, reinstalling your operating system. And yes, Anna is dying I'm going to be at... reinstalling it no, while it's... playing I killed the Nintendo 64 and Wii games and stuff. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in this week. We'll be back next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at rpgamer.com slash live. That's where we do our podcast every week. Thank you for your contributions. If you'd like to contribute to the show, that's podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address. Sorry if you're not getting to your emails today. Extra Life makes it really hard. Um, we do have... Uh, please... You know, send us your favorite things and ideas for Extra Life's in the future. Um, you can also call us at 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. 608 Operators are standing by. You can leave your voice message, preferably about 30 seconds or less. We'll play it right here live on the show. And you can also leave feedback on the message boards at board.rpgamer.com. Go to the latest update section, and the show thread will be right in there. It'll say RPG Cast show title. And you can post your impressions of the show, have a discussion with the other RPG Gamer staff and readers. Um, forums are a great place for that in general. That's uh, that's why we got them. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash rpgamer. And, most importantly, we're doing Extra Life for the kids this week. You can donate to us at extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer www-extra-life.org slash team slash rpgamer. Pick someone on the team. Donate. Like me. 
Like me. And we'll really appreciate your do- your donation. Your money goes Hooray. directly to Children Miracle Networks Hospitals. It does not touch our hands. It is a tax refundable donation. And you can enjoy you helping tax kids. Deductible? Yeah, tax deductible. Not tax yeah. refundable. Tax refundable? <laughs> no, not so much. Tax refundable. <laughs> eh, whatever. He just caught back up. The stupid thing won't die. And Anna continues to struggle with King's Bounty. Though it's probably I'm about time for us to start Tetris playing right a different now. game. Um, if you've got any multiplayer games you want to pl- uh, join in with us, please stick around after the, the show. We can start doing that stuff with you. We can start bringing on the Skype call now if you want to hang out with us in voice chat. Or if you just want to say bye, listen and cheer us on in chat. We appreciate that. Either the IRC chat at irc.esper.net, pound rpgamer. Or, of course, the Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. We'll be right there and we'll be monitoring them. And we'll be here for the rest of the day till 8 a.m. tomorrow Central Time. Do an extra life. Huh? Yes. Of course, this announcement is just for the people who are li- here live because the show won't be up today because busy doing the. the I'll be here until 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Ooh, nice. So if you're in the chat room, please keep along with us. Please donate. We really appreciate it. We're trying to get to our goal of $5,000. We are currently around 2000 we got a ways to go. So any donations you can afford would be greatly appreciated. Uh, as for the podcast, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, everybody, for making this a good extra life. Um, we'll let you know what the results are next week as well. And uh, don't forget, you can keep donating even after extra life is over. Your donations still count towards our totals and our goals and are extraordinarily appreciated. Thank you, everybody, for anything you've given and any sort of support you've provided both this extra life and extra lives in the past. Um, that's it. That'll do it for today. We'll wrap up and we'll catch you next week. Till then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Timmy. Bye-bye.